wow, it seems like only yesterday, and by yesterday I mean Saturday night, that we were on here talking about Halloween Horror Nights. But now it is a couple days later, and we have our final announcement, finally announced, our ninth <laughs> one of the year. And I know everybody is super excited about this. It is official. We don't have to, like, hint around anymore. There's no more speculation, no more rumors. American Horror Story is coming to Halloween Horror Nights this year. Whoop, whoop. And can I just say something real quick? Oh, and can I say something real quick? You don't need to ask if you can say anything, Will. Just walking, walking Dead is finally on the cutting room floor. That That's one of those things you can speculate on. <laughs> we might get into that later, but still... Welcome to another edition of the Halloween Horror Nights 26 podcast. My name is Sir Owen, and this is the elite of the podcast network. First off, we have... I'm going to go with a different order this time. We have Will. Yeah, yo. We have Travis. These nuts. <laughs> really? We have <laughs> Ian. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's doing good. We have Tyler. <coughs> we have the literal newest member of the elite, Mel. Hey, howdy, hey. I'm happy to be here. And last but certainly not least, our special guest, the beanie collector himself, Brandon. Yes! <laughs> Hello to all. We have got a lot to talk about tonight. we got a lively chat room already. And uh, welcome to everyone in live chat. Uh, welcome. I see Miller's in here. I see uh, Howard's in here. Mark's Adventures is in here. Brian's in here. Katie's in here. Hey, Tim's Katie. In here. Hi, Katie. We have Thomas Howard. We have a lot of other people that are in chat. So, yeah, Dominic's in here, too. Welcome, everyone. We're going to have some fun tonight. I see all hail the network. Darren's here. So, let's have some fun, shall we? Uh, so, first off... This has been something that they have been at for, what, five years now? They've been trying to get this property? Mm. And it seems like everything finally was in alignment this year. Like, all the T's and lowercase J's were crossed and dotted, and everything was great, good, great, grand, and wonderful. And it finally happened this year. Yeah, finally. I'm glad. Ryan Murphy finally agreed to everything, and that's why we have it on both coasts. So it's not only going to be in Orlando, it's also going to be in Hollywood as well. So it seems like there was a lot of speculation this was going to happen, and everybody was like, I don't know. I mean, Walking Dead's still here. Can they coexist? Apparently this year they can. So that was proven wrong right away. And now we have this to look forward to, something that everybody has been wanting to come to the event for a long time. Now, granted... I have seen people out there that are not that excited about this. Oh, my gosh. People have been hating so hard all day. Well, I've been at work, so I haven't been able to really uh, check that out. So can you uh, bring us up to speed on what everybody's saying right now? Um, I mean, a combination, at least in, like, the Facebook group and some things I've seen on Twitter, of people who are very excited and people who are, like, really angry. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean, like, oh, I don't think it's going to be that good. I mean, like, this is going to be the worst house of all time, and I can't believe Horror Nights would choose such a crappy IP and all that type of stuff. So there's definitely a lot of strong emotions swirling. Mm. Well, well, I can tell you that right now, 
I agree. I think this is going to be House of the Year. I mean, it has potential. It has a lot of potential, honestly. Um, So, real quick, before we go any further, uh, Mark's Adventures, shout out, says best IP of the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's some more people that, yeah. Welcome, Pedro. Finally made for live chat. I see Whit Williams is here. Josh RDV's here. All things HHN. Barrel Bob. I mentioned Brian's here. Aliens vs. Purger's here. Zombie Chris is here. Welcome, everyone. Zombie Chris? Yeah, he was, Zombie Chris? He was I wonder who that week, could Ian. be. I wonder who that could be. Alright, so uh, basically, we're, we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, like I said before, everybody thought this was too good to be true. They thought there was way too much red tape, and they thought that it would never happen. But sure enough, it's finally come to fruition, and... The fans of the event, and I have to admit, they are colossal fans of the event, fans of the property itself, are going to be super excited this year. Mm-hmm. This is going to do what American Horror Story, with American Horror Story, what uh, Walking Dead did starting in 2012. It's going to bring people to the event that weren't necessarily having this event on their radar. And the merchandise <coughs> is going to definitely reflect it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to walk in a certain direction without seeing some sort of uh, American Horror Story paraphernalia in the park this year. And what you said is very true on about um, it's going to bring a whole new genre of people because when I put right. it on my Snapchat, I had a few responses from people saying, oh, I'm definitely going to have to go to the event this year from friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've, I've seen um, on both Twitter and Tumblr just searching through the American Horror Story tags today, especially on Tumblr, People who, who literally said, I never uh, really had any desire to go to Horror Nights, but they're so passionate about American Horror Story that they're going to step out and do it. Right. Uh, live uh, commentary here on chat. A lot of people think Horror Story is hokey, says Josh. Wit says, I prefer Predators versus Purgers. <laughs> but I guess that was Predator too. Uh, Tim's not a big fan of Horror Story. All Things says it's great potential, but he doesn't like the show. Uh, Miller was always thinking Twisty was going to appear in a maze at some point in time. Uh, Zombie Chris says this might be the Suicide Squad of HHN. Oh, no. <laughs> mm, uh, I hope, yeah, this is going to be rather interesting to see what's going on. Yeah, who would have thought, yeah, Miller, exactly. Who would have thought we'd see Horror Story and Walking Dead coexist in the same year? American Horror Story versus Walking Dead next year. Versus... Chris? Well, Chris has an issue here, and I completely understand where he's coming from, and I think the panel will agree with me. Uh, I think Horror Nights put way too much pressure on this house. It may be, it must be a massive knock-it-out-of-the-park house. Mm. I think I mean, it will be. I think it's going to deliver. I, it, it, oh, it will. It will. I, I will state right now, and I'm sure everybody that knows me knows, that when it comes to Horror Story, it's like The Walking Dead for me. It is a property I have no knowledge of. I'm just going to walk in completely blind, other than seeing a little bit of the media stuff and a little bit of the videos here and there. I'm going to be walking blind in this house. And to me, that makes it feel like even an original for me, honestly, because it's something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing is, is there's a lot of there's a lot of different characters and a lot of different environments that they can use. Right. And I think that... Yeah. To, to be honest, I think that it's one of the houses this year that 
you know they spent the most time on that they have the most passion for because if if they didn't care about it that much then they wouldn't have waited till now to announce it right so, they also know. wouldn't have pursued it so hard mm-hmm I mean, you can tell when a property is really wanted by Horror Nights, they will do whatever they can in their power to make it happen, regardless how long it takes. Oh, yeah, and I, I remember them talking about it back in 2012 or 2013, about how much they really, really wanted it, and that was just in the first, you know, season or two. So, I mean, they have a lot to work with, and it is, it's a strong show. It has a lot of really creepy... Uh, scenes, a lot of creepy characters, and it, it's very disturbing. It's very over the top, and I think that's kind of something that we need, to be honest. I mean, slowly but surely, in the last three years, we've been moving away from the traditional hard PG feel of the event, and now we're moving into like a PG-13, like pushing at like a very loose R rating. And oh, absolutely. I, I think this is going to push that in that right direction as well. Which is good because I think that the event needs to be more that way. I agree. I agree. And this and this show, there's no way to do American Horror Story without touching on a lot of the weird sexual themes in the show. Of course. Because it's just it's everywhere. And they definitely have started to dip their toes into that territory, which I mean anybody who's studied or not even studied, anybody who's a fan of horror films knows that sex and horror go hand in hand. So they're right. finally kind of starting to gently push their way into this territory, I think, is good and, and bodes well for future years. <laughs> so, uh, well, Whit Williams is worried about clown overload. Clown overload. Um, Sounds like every Halloween event ever. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. I, could, I could kind of see that, where you're coming from, but the thing is, is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, in popular culture right now that is very, you know, clown-based, I guess. Of course. And, you know, it's something that the fans want to see. There was, it was huge success last year with uh, with Jack and with Carnage Returns and with Clown the Roaming Hordes. And, and, yeah, it was, it was a huge hit, so, I mean, why not bring it back? Mark says Horror Story will fit right in with uh, Horror Nights. Tom <coughs> says, uh, Horror Story seems like it's going to be good, but it's not its most anticipated house. Interesting. Um, Went Williams asked a question earlier. Should he start binging, binge-watching uh, American Horror Story? Yes. yes no. Definitely. Don't start yes. now. Start on, on October 6th. Uh, yes, it's into the event, but that's whenever Hotel is going to be on Netflix. Watch the first... No, watch season one and four, yeah, well, so you at least have an idea. Yeah, at least, at least watch season one and four. Season four is better, but that's just my opinion. And, um, so, Josh no. said it Don't get me wrong when I said it was hokey. He says he loves the show. Uh, welcome, Cameron Ferris. Uh, Miller says, who knows, last year, last announcement was Werewolf. It was one of the least liked houses, so... Dot, dot, dot. Uh, Josh only disliked Coven. Oh, Coven's my favorite season. How could you do that? I got a feeling you'll see Coven sooner rather than later. Uh, just, I've got, just, just speculation. I've got Coven on DVD. I need to watch that to be prepared for uh, rumored next year's house. Hey, we'll, we'll see what's going on with that one. So Cameron says, why not have sections of the houses for the different seasons of Horror Story? I mean, it's going to be, there's going to be rooms devoted to three of the the, six, the now soon-to-be six seasons. Mm, they don't want to, 
in my opinion, I guess the reason why they're doing these three seasons this year is because they don't want to do it all in one year because they want to take their time with it, is in my opinion. They want to take their time. They don't want to do it all in one year and then be like, well, that was the only time we could do it. So what's another TV show that we can do? Yeah, I remember some early rumors that said, um, you know, American Horror Story all five seasons. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, there is some uh, there's visual similarities and there's a visual style that transcends through all of the seasons. But it would just be so rapid and disjointed and it would it just wouldn't. I don't think it would flow well, and I also think that you you wouldn't even be able to realize what was happening before you were into a new season. Right. So just doing three of them, you then get to have a variety of set pieces and more characters, and not that you're going to really be able to tell much of a story, but if you already know the story, you can keep up with what's going on. Well, the, the good thing about this is, honestly, is that with not having all five in, you're also not having to compete with the fact that they're already doing that gimmick with The Walking Dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you don't, and you, obviously it's to a lesser scale, but when it comes down to it, you don't want to have two soundstage houses with five plus seasons. I can see where that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris says, also it's just me, but the themes are things we've seen before in Horror Nights. Characters are different, but the rest is nothing new. I, I mean... Honestly, when it comes down to it, I would state that there is a lot of similarities to things in Horror Story that we've seen throughout time, but you can say that about any maze at this point. They're always reusing ideas, but they're making them better, and they're making mm-hmm. it work better for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that I like about uh, Horror Story is that it kind of has these, you know, it really focuses on things that creep people out and things that, you know, scare people. Right. And it really, you know, kind of centers itself around these really weird things. And I think that that's perfect because it's really going to, you know, it definitely is going to have those jump scares. It's going to have, you know, yeah. that that in-your-face scare. But it's also going to have something where, you know, especially for people who haven't seen the show, they're going to go through it and be like, what the heck is this? Because it's got <laughs> a lot of those really creepy scenes, all those really disturbing scenes. And they don't have to go really over the top with it. There's a lot of things that aren't, you know, sexual in, in the show that are very creepy. You know? Right. So it's going to have that that um, that feel where you, you walk through it and you remember something, you know, after you go home, you remember, oh, wow, that was really creepy. That was really, really strange. I wonder, you know, how they did that or why they did that. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And, a good, and a good example, I think, for this would be myself because... I know there's a lot of people like me that have never watched an episode before, and they're going to go into the house not knowing anything around them, and I'm just going to judge it for what I see in front of me. And the last time I did that was The Walking Dead, but I will say right now, with the hype machine that I have here in the Elite, it really makes me feel like I'm more excited about this maze than I thought I would be when I first heard it was possibly coming. Yeah, um, it's like I said in chat earlier, for those of you who are not familiar with American Horror Story or have not, yeah, that's right, Tyler, bring on Coven and Roanoke. Uh, um, it's like for people who are not familiar with the show, they're going to go through the house and they're going to find out that this is a TV show, of course, and they're going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go home and watch this. And then they're going to go home, watch, and they're going to be like, I remember that from the house. 
I remember that from the house. So it's really going to get their feet wet for the show they've never heard of, and then that's, and then they're just they're just wanting to go keep go back and do the house all over again. Well, real real quick before we go any further, I don't want to uh, be rude. Uh, welcome the final member of the elite, Cameron. Boo. Hi, Cameron. How you doing? You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. Okay, I'll just leave. <laughs> no, that, that's okay. Uh, so, Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> more questions from live chat. Uh, you guys and girls out there are knocking out of the park, keeping up. Uh, All Things says, uh, I think there's going to be more focus on designing costumes than the actual scares themselves. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, I for think... some of us, is, is what appeals to them about Horror Nights the most. By some of us, I mean me. And, um, yeah, as much as I love the scares, I go there to look at things, to look at things that I can't see anywhere else, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend can jump out at me as I come out of the bathroom, and that's a scare. Exactly. <laughs> can he design a, you know, multi-million dollar walk-through theatrical experience? Probably not. That's a good point, honestly. <laughs> So, uh, real quick, uh, what William says, I'm just mad this announcement was so late. I think everybody just was expecting it to be early when they heard it was coming or that they thought it was coming. So they wanted it to be announced early if it was actually going to come to the event. I honestly think they waited till the end so they could save the best for last. Mm-hmm. It's just like Halloween from 24. We all know, and I said this uh, last, not last week, but the week before, that this house should be the front of the park. House. Like I think it will one. be. Yeah, it's, it's the definitely first, a soundstage house. The first one you see, not Exorcist. Well, no, no, here's the thing, though. I can understand from two different points. Number one, last year, when you <laughs> talk about the actual house that got the plaza, which was Werewolf last year, and I thought all that queue space, which was pretty much left dormant most of the time, could have been better used for Monsters of Mayhem because it was a much bigger, much yeah. more attractive house to yeah. everyone, the fans and the GP. But the thing is, this year, I think you ha- it's a catch-22, Travis, because you have both The Exorcist and American Horror Story, which are both going to bring in crowds, and I think either one could foreseeably take either one at this point. I, I, personally, I personally think that Horror Story should be the front and uh, Exorcist will be next, and then it's going to be Walking Dead in Justin. Uh, well, you're probably right on some of those, but like I said, we don't know what the locations are, and we won't know until we get the map, and we won't get the map till either the end of this month or the beginning of next. So, uh, Zombie Chris brought up a point in uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, they removed a statue, the nude statue, the Santanico, uh, the tease statue, they had they covered her up and everything. So I mean, they've done this kind of stuff before. They've they've covered up things in the past that were a little bit more risque. I don't know if they're going to do that with horror story or not because there is a lot of subject matter that is going to be really uncomfortable for a lot of the uh, general public this year. Well, there's a lot of stuff that they can't even attempt that right. they're just going to have to completely leave out. Um, oh yeah. I feel like I feel like. Um, a lot of through a lot of implications and and clever clever set design and and actor positioning that they might be able to to at least be able to give you know the hint of what's actually going on in some of these scenes 
And I also think, you know, and this is this is something I don't hear talked about a ton, but um, Carnival of Carnage last year was was pretty risque, especially in terms of the dialogue. It was very right. innuendo heavy. Um, there was a there was a lot of that type of thing. So I, I think I think the general public is starting to get a little more comfortable with that being present in their Halloween events. Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of that is due to the popularity of horror TV shows. Honestly, things like American Horror Story making horror more accessible to people who like to watch TV and bringing more extreme concepts and 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 ideas to the forefront of what people are watching for entertainment. Right. And I mean, everybody has a different thing that they're into. Some people are into horror movies, some people are into horror television shows, some are into both, and some are into neither. So it just kind of depends on the person, really. It's all about hyping up the things that you're excited for, and then when you get through the gates, the thing that you weren't necessarily wanting to see is the one thing that blows you away. Uh-huh. So, uh, real quick, Chris says, I may sound negative, but he hopes it uh, blows his mind. Um, honestly, at this point, any house that we've said anything negative about in any form, I really hope that it, it does well. Like I said, I've gone on record a lot about Texas. Obviously, I'm not a big Leatherface guy. But when it comes down to it, I think that it's going to be a fine house. I really do. And when I make my list and I actually give my list, it's one of those things that I kind of just want to see for myself before I make complete judgment. So uh, Mark says, Murder House wasn't that great. I couldn't get into it. Didn't get past the second episode. Um I know a lot of people like that were like that with The Walking Dead, too. And I also know I know people that were not extremely heavy on Hotel when it premiered, too. <laughs> Barrel Bob just said, I hope we see the ghost of Bill Paxton. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not funny, dude. The dude, like, the dude's where I got taken away. I'm the still packs. higher... I'm still higher up on the chat right now. That's the reason I didn't get to see your comment, Brian. Uh, I want to welcome Nancy to chat. Hi, Nancy. That's how low behind I am right now, because it's that far up. Emperor Sephiroth. Hello. Welcome, Welcome Emperor Sephiroth. Uh, This is like a rapid-fire chat tonight. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know. It's hard to keep track of. So, so guys, if you are able to do so, please... uh, Please help did, you, the, did you say don't chat. remind you of Lady Gaga porn in season five? Well, I'm here to remind you of it. <laughs> At Fox goes, hi, I'm Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for surviving Twister. Please gather all your personal belongings and exit to your right at this time. Have a great day. Oh, God, really? The, the memories. It. It's Have a Great Day so at Universal much. Studios Orlando. Just... Ooh, wow. Ooh. Get it right, Will. All right, so uh, Chris also says, uh, Horror Story starts out great, and then the rest of the season kind of slacks off. I, I have to disagree with that one. I saw that a while back, and I think, uh, like, for me, honestly, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like, yeah, they have a good opening, but I feel like they get better, and not necessarily that there's, you know, better, like, like, scary scenes, more scary scenes or anything like that, but I feel like they get more interesting, they get more in-depth, and to be honest, I don't know. I, I don't. I really don't see that drop-off in, in any of the seasons. But um, Pedro says in chat, does this year's lineup get you guys more excited or less excited than last year's lineup? That's a good well, one. 
It depends on what angle you're looking at it from, because last year was more original heavy, and I will take originals over IPs any day. Right. Compared to the IPs we had last year, I vastly prefer these IPs. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, everyone knows the house I want more than anything, and last year was the closest thing I got to it, so I'm going to have a little bit more towards last year. But I, I can't deny that this year, like, everything is on point. Like, I don't see anything I'm at least somewhat looking forward to. Even Texas. I'm still excited for everything this year. This year's going to be stellar. Uh, Chris says, which IPs do you see having merch? Exorcist. Horror Story. And, and Horror Story, yeah. And, and all, the, all the Walking Dead merch that they weren't able to sell for the past few <laughs> years. The leftover stuff that didn't get sold in the garage sale right Walking after Walking Dead Night. 2013. Uh, it's, yeah. actually, it's actually going to have the year on it, so it commemorates the year that the Walking Dead died at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh man, can we please get a shirt that says, like, Rip in Peace Walking Dead 2016? And then on the back it says, come see the Walking Dead attraction taking over Terminator in 2018. No! How about instead of rest in peace, it says, uh, good riddance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bad rubbish. So yeah, uh, Mark says Horror Story would be very visual. Uh, Just by looking at some of the things I've seen, just looking at the video, this looks like a very, like, aesthetically pleasing house, honestly. I think, uh, when it comes back to merch, I think we're going to get horror stories everywhere. Chance. Bill and Ted. Because I guarantee there's Bill and Ted stuff this year. I think there'll be a house for Halloween. A house for Halloween? Wow, God, it's a long day. I was looking at a note there. I think there's going to be a shirt for Halloween. I think there's shirts for The Walking Dead. I think pretty much everything is going to get merch this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a good way to take up all the space in the uh, the new store. So that makes sense to me. But yeah, there's a lot of really interesting things that are being said uh, in chat room. So we, we appreciate everybody's chats tonight. What kind of lanyards do you think? You think we're going to get like a specialty one like Hollywood have with their Halloween? I think Hollywood's lanyard will probably return. I think they're going to get the Freddy vs. Jason lanyard that we had rumored for last year that never happened. No, no, um, us, I mean, I mean us. Like, you think we'll get what they got with their Halloween lanyard. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I think it, it didn't say Hollywood on it. It said Universal Studios, so yeah. Oh, that's not cool. Krampus gets March, too. No, that's not cool. What's that, Travis? Ooh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Ooh, even Michael Myers mask. Oh, no. I wouldn't mind having a Michael Myers. No. And I caught, I, we've caught up with everything now. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, no. It's going down. <laughs> no. <Synergy camera. laughs> Thomas Howard says Halloween is definitely right now his number one. He wants to go into the most. That's interesting. Very interesting. I haven't heard that from anyone yet. I don't even know what's going on in chat right now, and I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, so we have a big panel here tonight, and we have a very, very lively chat room. So, first off, I want to get everybody's opinion on the actual property itself on the coming of the event. So we're going to start with Cameron. Oh, hello. Um... (laughs) For for American Horror Story, 
Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was disoriented from uh, the chat. Um, <laughs> it's it's very lively tonight, say the least. Honestly, I don't have too much to say because I have only seen one episode, and I've only seen ten seconds of that episode. Right. For reasons that you guys know. <laughs> it was it was the first episode of Hotel. First ten minutes, I was like, no. <laughs> um, but um, I'm definitely excited because. I don't really know what to expect, and that's always cool. Um, <laughs> my God. Um, really? I need to see this. What's going on? Melody, <laughs> your laugh is infectious. Oh my God! Oh my! I can't even go on. <laughs> I can't even. Anyway. Cam, do you have any more thoughts before I move on? Um, I think the seasons they picked, or, well, more like the seasons they left out are interesting, because I thought that they would definitely be doing Asylum, and I thought they would have a lot to work with uh, for Coven, uh, from Mm -hmm. what I've heard. Um... I don't really... I don't know. I I don't... Like I said, I've not really watched too much of it, so I don't really know what to say, but I'm definitely excited because... You know, always going into something and not knowing what to expect is always fun. So I'm excited for that because um, I feel like, I mean, from what I've heard, there's a lot of cool stuff that they can work with and a lot of really creepy stuff in the show. So I feel like it'll be a big surprise to me. It'll probably probably blow my mind. (laughs) It's just weird how it's an Uber house and they only have three seasons they're working with. Yeah, but the thing is, though, just by looking at everything that we've seen in the just the promotional video for the actual house itself, I really think they can do a lot with three seasons, and they don't need to have any more because there's a lot to work with. Right. Um, another thing was I'm interested to see how it plays out because did they say if it was going to be like a, if they were going to play out uh, from – the first season to, you know, like, one, uh, four, five, is it? Like, do you think they're going to play in order, or... I do. What do you think? I think the facade is the murder house itself, and I think that we get the <coughs> the, the literal freak show itself in the, in the middle, and then I think we have the hotel in, towards the end, so yeah, it makes sense of all three. I yeah, think Mike yeah, actually talked about that on Twitter. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I can see yeah. them doing multiple facades. I mean, they did it last year with Freddy vs. Jason, so... Right. And uh, Chris has a question, uh, real quick, before we move on. Thoughts on the uh, repository being 30 minutes? I think it's good. I think it, it, if it was... Uh, I, I guess it could be longer, mm-hmm. um, but then again, you don't want it to eat up too much of your night, and I think right. it's a good length, because if it was shorter... You know, it's kind of, like, harder to justify for it being 50 bucks. And I know, I know for a lot of people it still is. Um, and, you know, I kind of figured that they would charge something around $50. And I know Owen and I talked about this even before it was announced. You know, we, we kind of knew something like this was going to come just right. because of the successes of last year. And, um, you know, the whole 
you know, VR thing becoming a huge thing and it's escape rooms. I thought it was going to be something more of like an escape room, and I think it might still be kind of, uh, you know, have some of those elements tied into it. Right. Um, but I think it's it's good that it's 30 minutes because, uh, you know, it's, it's not too long, but it's not too short. You know, if it would be like 10 or 15 minutes, you know, it's kind of hard to justify spending $50 on it. Um, you know, and it still is for a lot of people, but I think it's good. I think it's good that it's 30 minutes. Completely agreed with Nancy and Chad. The tech alone justifies the price. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean, go ahead. You actually have to go, like, earlier on in the night, like, right before your call time, like a half hour prior to go to, like, the Blue Man Group entrance. And then you have to sign your waiver, and you have to get everything. You basically have, like, a briefing, kind of like what we've done in the past. But the thing is, once we actually get into the experience, if anyone's guessed how long it's actually going to last, I mean, it could last shorter than the time listed. It could last longer. It just kind of depends on how long everything takes to unfold. Yeah, and, I mean, they have on the thing that, you know, they say to be flexible with it, so... Exactly. uh, You know, it could be longer than 30 minutes. It could be shorter. We really don't know. It's just kind of like a ballpark (coughs) estimate. And I'm sure they haven't, you know, run too many tests with it. Right. I guess when... And and really, we won't know until, you know, the opening weekend. I think it's on the 29th that it opens. Mm. We won't really know exactly how long it's going to take until then. Even even if they run tests, it's still hard to determine uh, until it's actually in full operation. And I I think as long as everything lines up, we should be able to experience it on the first night. So we'll be able to give our opinions on it Mm -hmm. quite, quite quickly. Oh, video, definitely, yeah. Video on, on the channel or on Twitter or both, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we're going to uh, go with on that. Thanks, everyone in chat, for uh, having some fun tonight. We appreciate everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Will, what's going on with Horror Story in your mind? <clears throat> I'm excited. Um, and, um, of course, American Horror Story is... Um, even though I don't pay attention to like the TV raid, the TV show ratings at all, I think American Horror Story is the second highest rated TV show right now, next to Walking Dead. And um, with Walking Dead leaving after this year, uh, AHS is a fresh, uh, I want to say, young uh, property that's new to the event, and uh, it's going to be really fun. What I'm really, what I really don't get is I, but uh, is why they went with one, four, and five, and now one, two, three, then four, five, and then six next year. But I, I guess I they want to do. Yeah. I think at the very least, choosing to have Freak Show makes perfect sense because it oh, works yeah. with the chance thing. But choosing not to have Asylum is good because then it doesn't butt in on all the Asylum stuff that's going to be going on in Chance's house. That's what I thought, too. And that makes complete sense, too, honestly. The thing about it is, like I said, you have to understand the whole fact that I don't know anything about the property, so I feel like I'm definitely not qualified to try to talk about it as much as everyone else on the panel is. But I will state that is the actual location of hotel. Does it take place in California? Yes. Okay, so it was literally there the whole time. It said California, Florida, California, which is murder house, freak show, and hotel. It makes perfect sense now. 
That's interesting. I didn't I didn't think of that. I I thought of it as being it's going to be announced for both coasts. I think but that's interesting. both ways, but yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised cool. you you thought of that not seeing the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Owen wins. <laughs> yeah, I feel good about saying that. So so Will, is that your Okay, not only does it take place in California, it's based on a real hotel in California, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they've mentioned that before. I mean, granted, like I said before, I have to really look into things. Cameron Ferris is asking questions in chat, Travis. You should respond to him. What? So, so Cameron Ferris says, Coaster, what about Krampus? What do you think the house will include more of? The 11 or the toys? You know what? Because it's the Horror Nights podcast, so I'm going to be nice. Answer the question, <laughs> damn it. I really, I really do not like Krampus. I think that the I think that um I think that it's going to be good for uh horror nights if they get the house, but I hate the property. That's all I gotta say about that. Oh gimmick infringement, sir. <laughs> You're fine, yeah, $50,000. Hey, I just want to let you all know this. Cameron Ferris is my friend, and he's in the room with me, like, right now. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> so, Miller says, I hope we get a look at the outside of the murder house, circus tent, and hotel. I think we're starting to get some more behind-the-scenes pictures when Mike comes back from his last restaurant <coughs> tour. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. I think we'll start seeing more American Horror Story stuff and more Krampus stuff very soon. Yeah, I, I think that we're going to see some more stuff. I think that they're not really going to show too much inside of IPs, uh, especially, like, we might see a few things here and there with Horror Story, but I don't think they're going to show us too much because, um, you know, obviously it's something that, you know, they work so hard on and they really don't want to show too much now. They want you to really experience it. Right. That would make sense. And I'm I'm thinking right now, honestly... When it comes back to it, Chris, uh, I think that they're probably going to do another Mega House next year with uh, Asylum, Coven, and whatever this sixth season is going to be, which sounds like it is based on Kratoan and like pretty much what Roanoke was done in 24. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, number one, you can reuse a lot of props from, like, Shady Brook, and you can reuse a lot of props that we've used throughout the years. Coven, obviously, there's plenty of scare zones you can take from. And we did Roanoke, so it makes perfect sense. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's your house next year, honestly. I mean, that's good speculation right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see, that, like, maybe why they chose these seasons. Right. You know, maybe it was something that they were told, you know, these are the ones we want you guys to do. Or maybe it was something where they said, you know, hey, these are the ones we want to do. But the way I look at it is, especially with Asylum, I feel like, if they were given the chance to do Asylum, they would have maybe said, you know, let's hold off on that because last year we did have uh, Shady Brook in both streets and in a house. Right. And, you know, this year uh, we obviously have Chance and, and that whole uh, Asylum kind of thing. And, and I feel like it would have been too much of, a, you know, overkill with the whole Asylum uh, kind of theming. <clears throat> I think that's a likelihood, honestly. Um, and Chris says Asylum is too big of a season to just do a few scenes. Oh, definitely. I think that's another thing is, um, 
they didn't. I feel like they didn't want to spread themselves too thin. They didn't want to just right. do, you know, one or two rooms for a season. They wanted to have it more spread out. And you know, with it being a mega Ooh. house, it's going to have a lot of rooms, so they can have you know various scenes from each season instead of just trying to pick one or two of the best. They can have more, and I think that's really going to help the storytelling. It's really going to help with you know everything. It's it's going to make the house better in general than if they would have had it all in one. Chris says uh, 28 will be 3, 6, and 7, so that's his prediction with Asylum being next year. I just don't know why they would go backwards. I mean, it makes sense for people who, like, missed it, but I just don't... I don't know. I, I don't know. I just can't well, see I think it going since backwards. Well, since it's an anthology, it just doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have a storyline. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's so a good thing about this. They're all standalone. Like yeah, it's it's almost like a series of standalone anthology films that all have the same visual style. So I, I think I think it would be perfectly fine for them to go backwards as long as they kept everything with a consistent look. Mm-hmm. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nancy's asking in chat, what are the possible UTH houses? You were reading my mind right there, interestingly enough. <laughs> um, this is tough uh, this year. Um, I think American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, that's a given. That's, that's think, a given. I think Krampus. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be there. I think um, not Walking Dead. Not there's another one. Which one did I think? Definitely not. Oh, probably not Halloween Two. Did they do Halloween the first year for I'm asking? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it, it's tough because I think everything that's in the front of the park is going to have a reason to be up there. It's like I think right away I would state what I want to see is personally I want to see Horror Story, Exorcist, and Ghost Town. Oh, yeah. And then I want to yeah. see Krampus, Chance, and Tomb of the Ancients. That's what I want to say. But I have a feeling yeah. Texas will probably be in there. Um, I don't think Halloween will be... I think Halloween will be one of the ones that kind of flips back and forth. But I can't see any reason they don't have the icon, unless there is reasons they can't do it. I don't see any reason they don't have the icon house on them asking. Yeah, I think it'll be somewhat like last year, um, where, it was kind of, where it was kind of like you had some that were set that didn't change, and then you right. had some that did change. Because I know, oh, and you went through, um, oh, what was it? You went through Run, right. and I didn't get to go through Run, but instead I went through Insidious. So I think it's going to be somewhat like that. I see that. Um, unless they, you know, unless that was just a test and they didn't like it, or maybe it was a test and they did like it, I don't know. Um, but I think it's going to be something like that. I think that makes sense, honestly, and I think that Exorcist is a guarantee. I think that American Horror Story is a guarantee. Yes. I honestly think that Chance is a guarantee, and I think Tomb of the Ancients is a guarantee, unless there's not a way to get people through, tour groups, even small tour groups through, because of the fact that it's so claustrophobic. That may be an issue of why we can't have that house. Mm-hmm. Chance's house may have the issue of you have to cross maybe the service road in order to be able to, to go in the house itself. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can see being an issue why we wouldn't see that. But I think they would want to focus on the actual IPs people want to see 
and the original content. I just hope Ghost Town's on there. Honestly, I really do. I think it will be. I think it will, too, because I think the front I... of the park, the only thing you'll miss is going to be Walking Dead. Go ahead, Mel. Oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, now I remember. I think Ghost Town's going to be beautiful, and I think I, agree. I think it's going to be extremely justified in being on the tour. Honestly, as far as originals go, that's probably the one I would want to see the most. Oh, yeah, same here. I, I, can't, I can't see them not doing that one. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. That and Tomb of the Ancients. I don't know why. Yeah. It's the only issue is the claustrophobic nature. If they can't get that many people in right. at a time, I mean, granted, you're going to have ten people in a tour group. Right. And if you can't get ten people in a claustrophobic space, they'll never do it, because that's just asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you think we'll ever see Fear the Walking Dead at the event? I don't no. think so. No. We're pretty much done with Walking Dead for a while. Let it rest. Hopefully I think- forever. I think we won't see zombies at the event for a while because everybody is probably a little tired of them by now, to say the least. So I think that we're going to get rid of zombies. The only problem with that is the original <laughs> concept with zombies or doing anything with, like, George Romero's zombies basically is taken away for the time being because we've had The Walking Dead for so long. I think nobody is going to complain if we take a little breather from zombies. I think, um, like... Western culture as a whole is kind of over zombies at the moment. It's been so saturated for so long. I think everybody, it kind of like how everybody got over vampires pretty quick with the, with the twilight and the supernatural craze that came around real quick. I think, I think zombies have kind of worn out their welcome for a little while. They'll, they'll come back, but I I, I could stand like mm, five years maybe of no zombies. (laughs) Horror is is basically on kind of everyone's there's trends and yeah. the trend of zombies is kind of nearing its end so hopefully I think everybody's pretty zombied out at this point yeah um it's interesting that this is mentioned because if you look at the tweets that uh, John Murdy was putting out on Hollywood side it he was someone was asking about the Conjuring and then they were asking about Insidious. And they asked, why is Insidious not coming back this year? And Murdy pretty much said, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said there's a new movie next year. Mm-hmm. So that the thought that I had about the <laughs> Insidious coming back next year may not be too far from the truth. And Conjuring 3 comes out in 2018, so there you go. Hmm. Hey, you never know at this point. I think with Conjuring, I think having a third movie to pull material from would make it a lot better. I think that right. worked to Insidious's advantage in that, like, you had a wider variety of both locations and ghosts, monsters, whatever you want to call them, right? To uh, to come at you. And I, I do, I do really genuinely like both of the Conjuring movies a lot, but I don't think either one on their own could make a house, and even together, you'd be stretching it kind of thin. Mm-hmm. So I think I think waiting around for a third one would give them a lot more material to pull from and would make a more a more visually exciting house. Well, the issue about that is is honestly it's kind of like to me it's kind of like what before the second movie killed the any chance of ever coming to the event. It's kind of like what they did with Sinister. Like if you judge you could do a great maze based on both movies if you put them together, but by themselves they don't work. 
there's way too many things in the first movie that wouldn't work, and there's way too many things in the second movie that definitely don't work. So, for there's a lot of people that wanted to see Sinister at the event, and it just doesn't make any sense now. That's how I yeah. see it, at least. Yeah, I think that's another example of, of a, well, I hate the second one, but a solid horror movie that does not necessarily translate into a house. Yeah, Sinister 2 is absolute garbage. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it killed the it killed the aura of Bagul because it completely ruined everything. <sighs> I don't like I don't like Annabelle though, Chris. That's the thing. I mean, Annabelle to me it didn't ruin the Conjuring franchise, but it didn't really help it. Yeah. That's true. That's what I that's how I see things at least. So as we uh, wait for more questions in chat, Mel, thoughts on American Horror Story? Um, I am extremely excited. I only recently started watching the show for constant, constant nudging by all of my friends. Um, and I'm only about halfway through Asylum, but I do really like it so far, and I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the cinematography, the visual style. I think it's a little cheesy, it's a little silly, which in my opinion, is all the better for a Horror Nights house because you need, I feel like you, know, you, need, you need a little camp in there for it to, uh, right. for it to have a lot of different emotions in it. Um, I think it's probably going to have a great cast. It's going to be cool to see a lot of like celebrity lookalikes. That's always fun. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Overall, I'm just excited. I think they were smart in which seasons that they chose. And I'm very pleasantly surprised that they're not going with all seasons. Like a lot of people had been, theorizing they would once this rumor started spreading. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I would say it's definitely my second most anticipated IP, even though I'm not very far in it. I know I'm going to continue to like it. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be a very pretty house. I, I can uh, completely agree with that. Like I said, just looking at some of the images I've seen and just the video itself has got me a little bit more hyped than I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Usherette says, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> Usherette says, Coven is the best season, perfect mix of camp and creepy. Couldn't agree more. Um, Chris asks in chat, it remake thoughts on it coming next year. Uh, that's, it is more of a Stephen King property, and uh, I don't think we'll see Stephen King. <laughs> I really think you're wrong on that one. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I have my thoughts on a, on a very major Stephen King property that I could see coming to the event, so we'll see. Well, I know that he's he said that he's not a fan of the idea of his works becoming like haunted houses. So right, but Give it time. then again, he'll die eventually. So, eh. I, it, it's sad that we actually would have to wait for something like that to happen before we can get the property. That's just that's terrible. Someone better get on it. You, what, are you trying to off house. Stephen King? <laughs> I, I want the shining, damn it. We need an assassin. Mel just advocated taking Stephen oh, King out. Boy. Whoa, I absolutely did not say it in those words. Um, does, does King have rights on the remake? Uh, I think so. I think he kind of has to have a little bit of rights to it regardless. Wait, the remake of what? Yeah, the remake. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The remake can burn. What else can burn, Cameron? The original. Stop. We're not going here. Wet Williams says, this is insensitive, but I think we'll see a bunch of King when he dies. 
Thank you, exactly. <laughs> but then again, there's a way around it. We could always go with the Stanley Kubrick <laughs> version, and even though that's not the version that King liked, that's a way that you can get it up to the event. No, but he still has he still has some legal rights over that one. I, I think of that's course why he we does. haven't seen it. Yeah, but that's why we haven't had it because that's oh god, I don't want any. I don't want the house to have anything to do with the book. It needs to be the movie. It does need to be the movie. I completely agree. But I mean, the book if is a it, fine horror novel, but the movie is like iconic on every single level. But until King budges on his names and his concepts, I think we're we're stuck. I I have a feeling it's it's coming. A lot of people never thought The Exorcist would come either, and the the next big ones that everybody seems to want to see is The Shining and Trick or Treat. And I mean, if they got The Shining, I would just implode. They are coming. Mark my words. Okay. I have a win about The Shining. Uh, I will tell you all uh, some other day. The Shining is one of my favorite horror films ever made in the world. Yep, I'm looking at my big shining poster, and for my I have one too, class one last have? semester. Oh, it's like all of the scenes in one big. That's the one I have. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Small I love world. It. So once again, we move on to Travis. Travis, I know you were you were very vocal about the possibility was, of this coming to the event. I was super vocal. Um. I'm really uh, agitated. One, at my friend who's playing my instrument behind me. And two, uh, the fact that I'm not going to be able to see this this year. Um, one second. Go to someone else. All right, then, Aaron. Okay, sorry. He's moving the room. I'm going to close the door. Sure. Okay. So, American Horror Story. Um, I'm very excited for this property. Um, I've watched all seasons, but uh, Hotel. Uh, Hotel, I haven't got to see it because I had things going on whenever the season was Watch going. the first episode. I can't watch the first episode. It's not on Netflix yet. Tony, There's other ways other than Netflix. Um, are you advocating piracy right now, Owen? I can't believe that. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you can, no, you can, you can get it on said, YouTube. He said other ways. There's other ways other than just Netflix. There's other ways. You, like, you could borrow your friend's DVD. Sure. Because lots of people still buy DVDs. I do. I mean, I do, too. And I buy VHS. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I buy VHS tapes, too. Oh, my God. I love going to Goodwill. Exactly. But we're like hipster trash, so. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things real quick. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. It's Ooh. happening. It's definitely happening. We just don't know what year. Tales, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt would be awesome. Oh, that, I can Ooh. see that in the near future, especially with the reboot of the show coming out. The thought of next it. year, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. The thought of seeing a big amazing. daddy on stilts. Uh, Whit Williams says Bioshock. Brian says Bioshock. Nancy says Bioshock. Josh Good says Bioshock. Good God, everyone wants Bioshock? Do you, uh, do you think someone's interested in Bioshock? I don't know. There doesn't I, seem to I be don't know. for that. Yeah. No, it would never happen. No. You know what I would love to see as a house? If it could work, I would love to see Outlast. 
They could definitely work as a how-to series. I love Outlast. I play the game all the time. Between the first game and the DLC, they could easily make a house, but that just... I, just I could see that being an extreme house or some some virtual reality experience. That would te- actually work somewhat. Yeah. All right. Speaking of video game houses, my question for everyone on the panel and in chat. Oh boy. If they could do it again for this, for this second go-around, do you think Resident Evil yes. would be better yes. than the first time? Absolutely. They want to do it again. They want to do Mike has said numerous times he wants to, another crack at Resident Evil. Yep. Now, from what I heard from a lot of people, is that Resident Evil was too short. No. Um, the, okay, hold on. We've got Nancy in chat, so this is very helpful conversation. See, the thing is, I really dug Resident Evil. I know a lot of people did, but you had to judge it for what it was. A lot mm-hmm. of people were disappointed with it because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. I think that if you judge it for what it was, maybe like a, a loose, dark comedy house, I think you would probably like it more. Mm-hmm. And I dug Resident Evil. I got to get Res- go through Resident Evil more than anything that year, given the fact that my leg- my uh, ticket kit wouldn't scan half the time. <laughs> and Ian knows what I'm talking about there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that house. Um from I might what? be biased because I really enjoy the games, but I think if they gave it another go, they could definitely make it ten times better. Um, I agree. Considering they have soon seven games to uh, to work with, and you know they kind of just stuck with the original first one for the 2013 house, right. which was cool. But I'd like to see them expand more and use more of the content that they have. In more of the games. And also, too, from that house, I heard the uh, pause scene was really cheesy. I heard a lot of people say the uh, pause scene. I liked it, but I couldn't see, like, let's say you went through and you didn't know it was based on a video game. You'd probably be, like, super confused at that point. Yeah. I feel like like with it, they kind of hyped it up to, to being something else than it was. Right. And then when you actually saw it, it was kind of... Almost a letdown. Well, the, didn't they put an actual character in the pause room towards the end of the event? Mm-hmm. And they I didn't did, get, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it at that time, so I, I just saw what I got to experience with my own two eyes, and it was the campy house for the year. Yep. Ooh, Nancy says when this character was added to the pause room, it lost the appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I I remember trying to film in that house. I remember how dark it really was, honestly. Oh, my God. Ooh, Barracuda. I would love to see Cabin in the Woods. I I honestly think right now, if you want to talk about an IP that I could see getting either a sequel or a prequel, I think Cabin in the Woods is definitely it. I, I could see them doing something, you know, naming it Cabin in the Woods using... You know, marketing it as Cabin in the Woods, like and then going Nights with monsters. all Horror Nights monsters. Absolutely. We're definitely on the same page there, because that mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. And I know that's something that um, they would be willing to, to work with. Yeah, absolutely, because, again, it's something that Mike has went on record saying that when people have asked him what property he really enjoyed doing, he always mentions Cabin in the Woods. 
So I'd, mm-hmm. lo- I'd love to see them go do it. And Bob Saget, I completely understand. It's a weird thing to say. But I completely understand how you would say that because when we got Cabin, I thought that Hollywood would go for it too, and they just didn't. And it made no sense why they didn't. <sighs> Maybe next year. Maybe in there. Next Maybe. year for when? For Hollywood? I don't know. I mean, I think the I, time has passed to do an original take on. Well, I mean, do an original take on it, yes, but do the original IP itself. I think the time has passed. Yeah. In Hollywood, I, I think the time has passed. Uh, cabin in the woods. Thank God we got you in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, that house was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Yes, Brian, we're all everybody's loving Bioshock in chat. I get that. <laughs> Um, let's... Ian, your thoughts on American Horror Story? I am psyched for American Horror Story. Now, I am going to be honest. I have okay. only watched the first few episodes of the first season and a few episodes of Hotel and Asylum. Um, really? Yes, I have not really gotten around to watching it. Um, but when I do watch it, I probably will binge watch it, of course. But um, it's the only way to watch anything. Yeah, uh, I'll get to watching it very soon before the. Uh, I'll definitely have it finished before the event starts on the 14th, but or 16th. But um, close enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Technically, that's true, but not yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I just am really interested to see what they're gonna do with these obscene scenes. Um, I think that maybe a possibility with some stuff is just to have the caricatures but leave out the sexual stuff. So, um... <laughs> he said that so, so quietly. <laughs> just, it's like, the it's just sexual like, stuff. Are you hiding underneath like, the cover right now, Ian? No. It's just like... It's like se- sexual stuff. Can't let my mom hear me talking about sex in my room. <laughs> God. I, oh, man. Okay. Um. Anyways, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's uh, number three on my list. We'll actually give everybody's full list uh, when we do our surprise full reveal podcast coming up next Saturday night. So uh, yes, we'll be doing that. Whoa. Full reveal coming up next Saturday night. I'd say it's this Saturday, but this Saturday is NXT Takeover, and that's the reason why tonight's happening. So yay. Chris had a really good question in chat. Yes. He says, thoughts on Scare Zone artwork and the construction so far. Why are the names different? <laughs> yeah, the names have changed a little bit. <laughs> I'm so confused. I like it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah they, I do good. like them. They're really cool, though. Yeah. Once once again, that's got that knots feeling we talked about on Saturday, and it really does, honestly. Oh, yeah, Even think, with the new names. I think a lot of the original content this year has a... Yeah, it has kind of a knots feeling. It's nice. And that's a good thing. And I think honestly, Tim, if you uh if you are in chat and you ruin the screen finale for Tyler, he's probably gonna be pretty abs- upset. <laughs> oh, is that on tonight? It's on it is actually on tonight, yeah. Oh shoot, I can't we wait to find see out. It. I know who the killer is. So, uh yes. Uh, I love the actual artwork this year. Yes, yeah, oh too. my gosh, me too. I think it is gorgeous. I think it's fun. 
I love oh. the Vamp 1955. Yeah. That's number so, I mean, one on my uh, It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Because you got, like, the taped glasses, and you got, like, the... You got the sneakers the and the splatter. Ugh, you know what's perfect. missing from that? You know what's what? missing from the artwork? The poodle skirts and the pocket protectors. I'm telling you right now It'll what we talked bizarre. about on Saturday. You definitely you can't you can't squeeze every little piece of like fifties iconography into one small banner, but it'll it'll be in the zone. I guarantee it. Oh um, yeah. What we talked about on Saturday's Fobcast, the long conversation we had about Vamp 1955. Just go right back to that, honestly, because all the things I think that we talked about, I'm pretty sure all of that stuff's gonna end up in there. Absolutely. That scare zone is going to be amazing. Yes, yes, it is. yes. It's yes, perfect with oh, Mel's yes. Diner too. Oh, exactly. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear the '50s music. Same. I can like, I can literally hear like Mr. Sandman. Oh, absolutely. So, so many fun like doo-wop '50s songs. Got some Elvis in there. Oh, it's going to be great. Can we get like I said, we get like the dancers like doing the twists and everything, and like yes. having like homecoming dances in the middle of the street, and then doing the, the vampires come out. Absolutely. Ugh. All right. Here's a question for everyone. Now, you guys have all heard the term, oh, I could live in this house. I can live in The Exorcist. Or uh, what scare zone could you live in? Vamp 1955. Because yes. I already yeah, def- yeah, definitely I- Vamp and definitely Dead Man's Wharf. The, the the podcast network will be hanging out in Vamp 1955 on the regular during Halloween nights this year. Like I literally That's went to my senior yes, prom dressed yes. as Lorraine Baines from Back to the Future. Nice. I'm, I'm all into the 50s. I know we were driven in a 57 Chevy too. It was a good prom. Anyways, oh, I yeah. didn't even go to prom. I, I think <laughs> I think I'd pick Survivor Die. That one's moved up to uh, number one on my list after seeing some of the construction. Pictures. Yeah, the, the construction pictures have definitely hyped me up more than I was. Yeah. Survivor Die looks like an album cover. It yeah. does. Yo, to it totally does. For a, for a Creed music video. <laughs> I mean, we're going to see the gas masks, and we're apparently we're going to see guys in hoodies and, like, combat boots and everything. This is going to be very chaotic. I think it's yeah. going to be full of badasses. Yeah, I think so, too, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Looks awesome. I'm ready for a bunch of very attractive post-apocalyptic shirtless men to beat the crap out of each other and try to recruit me. I want to see them fight. It'd be fun. Staving ranks. Oh, don't go there. Staving. Yay. Can you imagine in Vamp 55 a vampire Biff from Back to the Future? Oh my God! Yes. I think they're gonna have something like that. I am Back to the Future reference. I mean, I know there's going to be Back to the Future references in there, and if there aren't, I will go there personally and make them. I want to see Jack Swagger as a vampire. Oh, (laughs) my God. This is, I mean, there's this scare zone, like, just, like, the artwork and everything, like, all the artwork this year, I think, is just on point. I absolutely agree. Everything I've seen. From from the very beginning when we started getting... um, like the logo, from the logo onward, the artwork for 26 is on freaking point. I want to hear Back in Time in Vamp 1955. Yes! Yeah, I agree, Ryan, 100%. Can get me back, back the... in time. time. Give me back in time. I, can we, like I said, can we use that small stage that people will like now sit on when they're watching the, well, they'll be watching the, the uh, Academy of Villains show. 
can we get that small stage they actually have like a group of uh, like a, a tech or a trifecta of singers and like Bobby Sockers just can we have like a 50s doo-wop trio just standing there yes. I want to see that yes that'd be amazing they need to play Johnny Be Good Oh man! Oh yeah! Just I talking can't about it with you guys. I can't just Vampire Marty McFly. Now you're speaking my language, Joshua. Just just talking about it with you guys in a chat just gets me more pumped up. Oh hey! Okay. Just go to Mel's, grab some food, and then vamp 1955 to keep the theme going. Yeah, yes. definitely. Absolutely, Chris. Oh, can I just oh, say though, every time I see someone mention Mel's Diner, I get real confused. <laughs> yeah. Mel's diet. But then, but then I'm like, wait, what? Oh, that's not me. <laughs> it just throws me off for just like a little, little half second. Oh. Johnny be dead. That's great. Johnny be dead is funny. Oh. I, I will say right now that just like the scare zone artwork this year is just stellar. Like. If you look at everything, I'm like, Lair of the Banshees, I wasn't really necessarily hyped for it, but the image, I just see that image, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm that's so cool. Now. And if you look on the bottom left corner of the image, in the tree, it looks like there's um, kind of like a spine intertwined with the, the tree. I can see that. And it just looks so cool. Just like picking these images apart, like looking at them. You know, more in depth. It, it's really cool. And that's also great because on the uh, the whole logo for the event with the stage and the and the curtains, there are little spines hanging up with the chains as well. So just a little, little bit of visual rhyming. I'm into mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, and and on the bottom there's a bunch of skulls and they have these really cool like little um, symbols on their foreheads. I, I I don't know really what it is, but maybe we'll learn more about that. And I don't know. It just looks really cool. And like looking at just the Dead Man's Wharf, it just that image. That screams John Carpenter's fog. It's it's oh, the yeah. fog. It is definitely the fog. It's got it's got Poe inflections to it. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things I think this scare zone's gonna have. And it, there's going to be people tripping over their own feet in this scare zone without a doubt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When when I when that was announced, I, I immediately went back that night and rewatched the fog, and then I rewatched the remake as well. And that just got me so much more excited for this one. It's my most anticipated scare zone for sure. But I definitely see a lot of tie-in with the fog, especially mm-hmm. with the remake with the ship. It looks almost identical to the boat that they that the uh, two guys in the remake had, um, which is something that you know I thought was really interesting. But I think they're going to use a lot of the same kind of uh, the fog and the forsaken kind of thing. Yep. Um, a lot of blues, a lot of greens, uh, in terms of lighting and also in terms of costuming. Um, I, I think that it's going to be very similar to the Forsaken, very similar to the Fog, and it's going to have a lot of really cool um, characters that we haven't seen before, like maybe some fish-related characters, maybe some yeah. squid, something like that. I could definitely see that working really well. Asherette said it best. It's like the fog all of Poe and Lovecraft. Sounds about right. I can see that 100%. Uh, Chris asked, do you think there'll be the laser water effect? I hope so. 
Oh yeah, I could see that. I, I could see that. Love lasers. Oh my god. Yeah, the coolest shit. They're missing. I mean, they're missing the, the the chance to do this, honestly, because being able to do the shows that they did back at 22 on the water, I think that would have been amazing if they would have brought that out this year. Oh yeah, wow. I want to yeah. see. I want to see like a lighthouse in like the background, like forced perspective. The boathouse. Oh yeah. I the, think that'd be amazing. The boathouse from the Oz. Oh my god! There's so many great things they can do with this. Uh, so what do you think will go on the scaffolding towers in New York? Says Darren. There's two things that I could see going on the scaffolding, and uh, I brought this up before we started chatting. Right. Um. I think there's three different teams or t- different groups that are going to be in that scare zone. Right. And I know for sure that there's two towers. I know there's one by Sting Alley, and I know there's one where the bus stop was. Right. Um, but I'm not sure if there's another one. I think there might be, but if there isn't, then there could be. Um, but the, what I could see with those towers is kind of like it would be like a base for each team. Right. And they have their own kind of like banners and um, you know paraphernalia and, and things like that on those towers, and they're kind of set up there, ye- you know, yelling down at you and right, yes, you know, trying yes. to recruit you, recruiting you. Um, I, like like it says in the description, they're trying to recruit you to, to you know help them, you know, get the machine or um, you know kill the other people or whatever. And I think that that's what they're going to need to be used for. But another thing they could be used for is also projections. Yep. Um, you know, because I know a lot of people are saying, you know, bring back projections. It's, it's kind of like acid assault. Yeah, and I, I can see that. see that. But also, like, it's kind of a weird placement with it by Sting Alley because, you know, what are you going to project on across from Sting Alley? That's my only. That's my only worry with that. I would say if they're really into the you got to choose your side, I think they're like the logos of the various groups. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're going to have by this, I don't even say it's going to take more than the opening weekend. I think within the first couple days of the event, before you even get to Sunday, there are going to be people that are going to make homemade shirts to promote yes. their favorite zone. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. And their favorite think- group. I mean, honestly, they could probably sell merch for these different teams because people love competing. People love picking favorites. Yep. And every single person who figures out what's going on in that scare zone is going to pick, like, oh, the team, whatever, you know, and then they're going to, like, stand those guys so hard. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then it's funny because (laughs) the characters that are going – will go after the people that have the shirts of the other team, and you can make it even more interactive that way. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. This is going to be a highly, highly interactive scare zone. This will be fun. Yeah, Joshua was talking in chat about um, how on Catacombs they mentioned that how in Islands of Fear there were people on the, the rooftops in certain zones with flamethrowers, and that was something we also saw in 2009 with, um, what was it called? Uh, War of the Living Dead, that zone. Right. In Shrek Alley. And I, I could see that, yeah. Definitely just seeing the image uh, for the zone. It, I could see that there's going to be fire effects. For there's sure. always fire in New York. What about now for Survivor Die? Could we see plants in the scare zone? Potentially. Plants as in, plants? you know, people 
Yeah, like, like uh, no, back. as yeah. in trees. Obviously, they're gonna put flowers everywhere. For I actually, that's funny, man. I oh boy! Like, I'd be. Uh, it would be really cool to see if, like, um, if one of the yell barkers uh, from up top says, "Join us," and if the plant says no, then that group will kill that person. I still like that idea that we talked about before. It's like. They have, there's like trees in the scare zone, and then all of a sudden you have somebody just like, you're not gonna do this, you're not cutting down this tree, and then all of a sudden, like, make, like, they basically have a little bit of dialogue, it's like a mini show, and they chain themselves to the actual tree, and the person brings out a chainsaw and just cuts the tree and kills the person in the, the process. Like, that's how we take care of business. Now, join our group. Survive or die. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I really think this is going to be a fun scare zone this year. There's going to be a lot of really good chaos going on the entire time. Uh, Chance in Hell, um, Darren brought up in chat that he doesn't really like the logo very much. Hmm. I like it. It's, it's, cool. it's really similar to, like, the theming of most of the uh, Chance promotions we've got. Yeah, I can see that. Which makes sense. Right. And, oh, real quick, before uh, to everyone that's here live right now, uh, number one, thank you guys and girls out there for being here tonight. We're having a great time. And number two, I know that there's been some issues about uh, some connection problems with the actual uh, thing itself. So my apologies for that. Uh, hopefully that will write itself. And if it doesn't, then uh, we'll have the archive up as soon as possible. Uh, Darren says, I want to hear propaganda for the teams in Survivor Die. Yes. I definitely think we're going to have for that. For sure, for sure. Hey, if you join our team, you're going to get hot, and you're going to get all the girls, and you're going to be amazing. And then another team is, hey, if you join our team, you're going to be with the smart ones. And, you know, I think they're all going to have their merits. They're all going to have what they are best at, and they're going to try to convince you to join join the ranks Wait a minute! I, I want to get all the girls. What team is this? I, I don't, it's it's Sign Axel me up. Sign me up to the Axel Roxy Valor, team. Actually? Sign Instinct. Me Instinct, maybe. Back <laughs> team, team Valor gets all no. the And by the way, guys, for everyone in chat, I have breaking news on what the machine is. It's oh, Dorothy. Yeah. It's Dorothy from Twister. <laughs> They'll just Obviously. strip down Dorothy and just add on all their little um machinery and buttons to it. It's literally Dorothy. I'll hail the network. <laughs> yeah, Joshua says if you want to make the scare zone good, make three separate propaganda videos, put them on the YouTube channel, and then we'll start seeing shirts. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, I'm down that with that. That would be so cool. I definitely want to find out more about that. That would be sick. Uh, what says, if we all bring up Bioshock on Twitter enough, do we think we can get Mike to address it? <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Oh, I'm Lordy. Bill Paxton. <laughs> I want you to join my group. So we're going to have the Bill Paxtons, the Helen Hunts, and the and the, and the Jonases. Oh, God. The Bills, Helens, and Jonases. Hashtag Team Paxton. There we go. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. I think almost everybody would be. Uh, it wouldn't even be fair. Yeah, Wit says, like, we know that the thing will return to Horror Nights somewhere down the line, too. Well, it's like when I saw Mike tweet about the thing, I'm like, I saw the poster, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And then when he said it was my favorite maze from that year, I'm like, yeah. 
Dang it, Mike. Don't oh don't gosh. turn into a John Muddy. <laughs> like that day that they tweeted that gif of Norman Bates and everyone lost their mind. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I did. Don't get me. I was, I was yeah. like, oh my god. I think god. everyone did. Yeah. And then, of course, all of our hearts were unanimously broken. Psycho will come back. Uh, Hitchcock, in one way or another, is a guarantee for next year. I'm yes, Hitchcock please. house. The Hitchcock. birds scared me to death as a child. I need it in real life. I need to see that guy's pecked out eyeballs right in front of me. <laughs> Give me a, just like we mentioned last year, and like we mentioned when there was speculation about it this year, Give me an Alfred Hitchcock compilation house of the greatest hits of Hitchcock's works that starts out like Alfred Hitchcock presents. You have a character introducing us as Hitchcock at the beginning and at the end, one final scare, and then you use clips, actual clips itself from the television and movie properties to introduce yes. what the next room is going to be and do it black and white style, dead exposure meets H.R. Blood and Guts. Yes, um, absolutely. That is such a fabulous idea. Oh my it's, gosh! It's kind of like Poe. It's like you had the different rooms, and it had like the uh, pages from his works telling you what room you're about to enter. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, that would be amazing. I just love that so much. Um, I'm a mark for Hitchcock too. So yeah, I think it'd be cool. Uh, Tim yeah. says, should we continue to follow at th3f1vws? I still don't know yes. how to. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Like I thought it was the views at first when I saw it. I'm like, nah, it's not the views. I I honestly the think fevers? I thought it was no. the five views. Should the fi- I- wait? It's the five. Because it's who, what, when, where. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the five, five W's. W. So exactly. Who, what, where, when, oh, where. Wow. Boy, do I feel stupid. Man, oh, wow. I'm in um, college. Yeah. I'm the future of this nation, and I can't figure out every word. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I think everybody's in agreement. You probably should continue to follow that Twitter account, because you never know when something's going to come up. Like I said before, I mentioned it in podcasts and also in videos, I think that Chance is going to take over the Twitter before too long. I really do. I think that's going to start within the next few weeks. Where is she going to find a smartphone in that asylum? <laughs> in her mind, she doesn't. It doesn't matter, obviously. Then how no. are we seeing it? I See, think we're still. We are... flawed for this theme park Halloween event, Owen. No, no, no. My logic's not flawed because we're, we've always been in her mind since last year. Exactly. Oh, that's true. That's yes. true. So even so, wait. Are all my Twitter followers just in Chance's mind? Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We're all still in Chance's mind oh, right now. No. Mel, you're asking where would Chance get the smartphone? She got it from Amanda after she killed her. Oh, yeah, true. she took Amanda's smartphone because she was just chilling out in the park. Obviously, she needed the phone to keep track of where everybody time, was, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. That's yeah, why Chance It makes doesn't... perfect sense. Do you think yes. Chance uses an iPhone or an Android? That's why real ch- questions. That's why Chance was in that uh, Fortnite <laughs> game last year. See, that's another thing, too. That was one thing I really thought would be really cool if they invented a mobile app, like a Never Have I Ever with Chance. And oh, it, that'd be so cool. It would be basically just you'd reveal something really personal about yourself, and just randomly, when you're playing the game, a factoid about somebody, you don't know who, and it would not be revealed to be an unknown person, would reveal itself on the screen. It would never be you that actually got your own factoid. It'd be someone else. And I think that would be a really fun, like, get-to-know-you game to do with in the middle of playing Heads Up in Line. 
Yo, but what if somebody like confessed to a murder? <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> oh that would be funny. Oh, it like that would open the door to such horrible things. Because I know I would just sit around and think like, what's the single worst thing I could possibly say? Congratulations. I put my nephew in a blender when I was twelve. Like, I... you have turned this idea into nerd. Congratulations. That movie was oh, so good. Oh, uh, Joshua, why? Chance on Tinder. You better swipe correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so ready. Did we ever get um, Cameron's opinion on uh, American Horror Story? We did, actually. Oh, we did? I, all right. I must have slipped my mind. You just Chances wasn't paying any attention. So, yeah. we are... <laughs> Whit Williams says, sorry I'm swiping left. If she doesn't kill me, Jack would. <laughs> Yo, what Jack don't know ain't gonna hurt him. Uh, he's in a jack-in-the-box. So. I know, he's in the evidence locker. Which I, I still think we're gonna see the jack-in-the-box as, like, an Easter egg in, in the house, honestly. Uh-huh. Well, he's uh, in the jack-in-the-box. Someone else is gonna get into Chance's jack-in-the-box, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Hey, Mel. I don't think that's gonna happen, because there's this movie... Dr. Panetti. Without giving anything away, there's this movie... It's like, Dr. Panetti. There's this, it's just chance. Like if chance was on, yes. if chance was on Twitter, if chance was on Twitter, I'd be swiping right all night long. My res- my response is there's this movie called Teeth, and that's all I need to say. So, wow. Yo, wow. that's not wow. fair to say to. But like, well, what about Jack though? Are you telling me that Jack hasn't gotten in before? I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> How did we get here? Hey, Brian's <laughs> right. I'm going to take a chance after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that sounds a little rapey. So, so on. Still a little Okay, so. Oh, as you sexual. Wee woo wee woo. Oh boy. That's got to be the title of this one. I've all things they change. Okay. <laughs> so obviously we mentioned I the love fact. This conversation. We've mentioned the fact that I don't know much about horror story at all, so I really can't give a good opinion of what I think of the actual property itself. I, I do think that it's going to work really well. I think that the stuff I've seen of it and the stuff I've heard about it gives me the thought that it's going to. Uh, be a really stellar house this year. And I never thought I would see the day that John Carroll Lynch would make me want to run the other way. But I guess I'm going to. So, yeah, who knew Drew Carey's brother was actually going to make me run in fear? But still. Because <laughs> that's what I think of him when I think of I don't think of Twisty. I think of, I think of the Drew Carey show. Um, so I can't give a good opinion but I will give as much of an opinion as I can. I think this is going to be an awesome house. I'm really looking forward to it, and it should be a really uh, great opportunity to see what they can do with another television property. That is beloved as American Horror Story is. Yes, yes. That- and fans of American Horror Story are scary. <laughs> Probably scarier than the house is going to be. They're very dedicated. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing, too. When you tackle a property that's beloved, that you really have to uh, tread lightly to make sure you can appeal to everybody. And that, that kind of sums up a lot of this year, honestly. There's so, there's so much belovedness going on at 26 between Texas and Exorcist and even something like Krampus, which, at least for me, that's already a Christmas classic. I will never go a year and not watch Krampus in December. Right. And like, there, there's, there's a lot of toes that could be stepped on, but... Um, 
I think I think they're going to pull it off. I do too, honestly. Um, Tyler Fraley says, uh, would it be cool if Jack was featured in at least one room in Lunatic's Playground, since part of the house is supposed to be in her theater of the mind? Would Jack be in her mind somewhere as well? Oh, man, we talked about that extensively yeah, on the last Probably. Yep. Saturday, we talked about that for quite a long time, so my <laughs> advice is go back and check that one out, because yes. there was a lot of great uh, conversation that was had on the podcast we did Saturday night. I, I honestly don't think that you're going to see physical Jack in any house this year. You will hear Jack's voice. You will see nods to Jack. That that's the only that's as far as I see it going. Yeah, Chris says it would be crazy to have a year with no bad houses. You know, <laughs> it's looking that might be a possibility. Yep. Yeah. Even even Walking Dead looks to be probably like at, at the top of its game this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird to say that, but it does. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm too. <laughs> no so, no pun it's intended. Chance. It's that chance. Take a drink. Take a shot. <laughs> so, I will say right now that there's a lot of really great things that we're going to see this year. And this may be a year that, like, we're talking about Walking Dead. Like, Cam said he's going to give it a chance. That's interesting because... <laughs> Honestly, I am too. I think that if this is legit, the final year of The Walking Dead, and if every it seems like it's actually real this time, I think they're going to go out on top. I really do. I think they're going to put out everything they have, and they're going to make this house really, really work and really be memorable. It better have a tank in it. I, I better see... The comedian with a barbed wire bat or a nod to it. That would make me very happy. Oh, yeah. That's one I saw was 2014. I thought that was great. I, 20, uh, 23 was my favorite one, honestly. I thought yeah, 2014 was, well. was way too much for, like, they were good for the fan base. But as a general public, when it comes to Walking Dead, I thought 23 was better. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm not excited to return to the prison because that was a pretty cool setting. Not going to lie. Here. Yeah, we usher it. We had a long conversation about. Yeah, it feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I love the idea of Chance and Jack's costume. Yeah, we talked about that on Saturday. We talked about an all chance throughout the years chainsaw drill team. We talked about a lot of really cool things on Saturday's podcast. Talked about male asylum inmates in Chance's costume. Yep. Please bring on the Chance drag. I'm so and, ready. And uh, the fishnet. Fishnets and the boots for men with yeah. hairy legs. Yeah. Final year. I mean, clearly Rocky you've never been to a Rocky house. Horror Shadow Cat. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Okay, Thomas says the only thing I want to remember about Walking Dead, this was the last year. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, Me too. That's yes. my thing too. Like, um,. If Rocky Horror would ever come back, I mean, it won't go on that stage. I mean, it would have to, the only place it would have to go is Terminator. I think if Rocky, yeah, have to there, be if it's if, there. Can if it's Frank there. please ride in on the motorcycle? That would actually work. No, no, no. We'd actually huh? see Eddie. I mean, Eddie, Eddie yeah, but it Eddie and cool. Bam 1955. Yo. Oh, Eddie I don't, don't want to hear this. Oh. Bam 1955 is going to be the scare zone this year. In between, I like all of them are great. They just sound amazing. But that one is—it's just so outrageous. 
Like it's hard to it's hard to get away from just what a wacky fun concept that is. Uh, I see David is here tonight, so uh, welcome. David and Keegan, both from uh, Horror Night Updaters, are in the uh, chat tonight, so shout out to both of them. Now, okay, one more thing before we move on. To me, for some reason, I've been having this hutch all day about the full lineup. To me, this feels like another anniversary year. This feels like an anniversary year to me, and I don't get why. I mean, they really wanted to make this a sequel to 25, and that's exactly what yeah. they're pushing it as. So in some ways it is kind of like, it will obviously with Bill and Ted, it's an anniversary year. So I really think, honestly, that you're right, Will. It does feel like this is a special year because this is 25 Part 2. Don't think yeah. of it as 26. Think of 25 Part 2. Yeah, it's just like with Hollywood. To John, this feels like an anniversary year with all four big icons horror icons in one year, this feels like, like you said, Owen, 25 part two. Yeah. I mean, The it, Reckoning. Exactly. It's like a movie sequel. Yeah, I agree. And, the, and see, the, that's what you look at. Part two. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, though, I mean, you've got to judge it for itself, though. Obviously, we're talk, talking about it being the sequel to 25. But just judge it as its own year. Don't try to think it's going to be better than 25. It's going to be good as some of the, the greatest years of the past. Just go in expecting what you're going to think you're going to see. And if you're wowed, which I'm sure you're going to be, then awesome. If it blows you away even more than your anticipation was, then incredible. I mean, I really think this is going to be a great year. I really do, honestly. And if every year could be like 25, I'm happy, says Josh. I think a yep. lot of us agree with that. Yep, 25 was a wonderful year of interesting IPs and fun throwbacks and solid original content. Right. And I think this year is very much in line with that, although instead of a party-like atmosphere, we're going for a more gritty, dark atmosphere, which I'm totally fine with. Every year shouldn't be the same. It should right. have the same level of quality. Completely agreed there. Usherette said, Chad, I could see Eddie blending in with Survivor Die. I mean, honestly, I, I really think that everybody was really thinking Eddie was going to come to this year's event one way or another. But I'm honestly starting to wonder if it's going to happen. They probably, I mean... I don't think he'll ever be the icon, but I no, think I don't think so up, either. I think he'll pop up in houses in the future, and if they ever... I know that they're going to bring back all the icons again, because they were a huge hit last year. Um, and he'll probably tag along. He seems to be kind of the, the fan favorite of the non-icons, so... I mean, if we go with the idea that we have had for 30, with, like, the Terror Queen coming back, it makes sense that all the icons would be involved in that, and Eddie would probably be a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler Fraley says, I want another year like 2008. <sighs> wish I, I wish I could have gone to 2008. I wish I could have gone because okay. I wanted to experience uh, reflections of fear. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, with the way that the licensing goes with the character, I would be very shocked if we ever see... Bloody Mary at the event again. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think we will. And I also think that we're in a different age of Horror Nights at this point. Right. Um, as every, I mean, you know, I think 25 
really was the kickoff for um, for a whole new era of the event, um, as some are calling it, like the new icon era. Maybe it'll be that way, maybe not, who's to say. But I think either way, we'll probably never have another year like 2008, not in a bad way, but in that we are we are moving on. We're moving into new territory, new ideas, hopefully bigger, better, more fancy, more actors, more everything. Because if, if 2008 were to happen instead of 27, people would be upset because it would it would be it would be less, you know. Yeah, I can see like that. People people have extremely fond memories of the past, but sometimes sometimes you in remembering the past you ignore the growth that's happened since then. I mean, this is we've been talking about the new age of horror for a while. I think we're finally into it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really yes. do. I think this is a different new age of horror than we were wanting, but it's worked. It really has worked in the last several years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone P. Someone private messaged me on Facebook. I can't remember who their name was, but they were. They asked me, um, "Will um, do you think we will ever see Lady Luck at the event?" I'm like, "No." We <laughs> saw her last year. I know, I, but see, that was my thing too. If she was one of the icons, then how come she didn't have a vin yet? Because she, she sucks. She's not interesting. We talked about this Saturday too. She should have had an actual house instead of just a scarecrow sting alley. Yeah, because see, at least with like with all the rest of the icons, they have some kind of pre-established, interesting way that they kill people. Right. And Lady Luck doesn't. She doesn't have, like, a weapon like all the rest of them have. She doesn't have a... I don't know. She doesn't even seem that violent, really. She, she has really, the wheel. Yeah, she seems really passive as far as, a, as an icon goes. Right. Uh, Darren says, I want another house like Interstellar Terror or Creatures. Yes. More, more sci-fi, sci-fi. agree. Yes, agree completely. <laughs> yes, I want more space. Yeah, like... They have had some really stellar, like, scare zones in Japan and Singapore in the past, and they had the the actual spaceship that was literally in the middle of their scare zone. I really Hello. wish they would have ever done that here. I think that would be really great to put in New York. Mm-hmm. An alien invasion scare zone with a big, giant UFO in the middle of New York. Yeah, alien. Aliens are definite in the future. I think Aliens, the movie Aliens, actually will come to the event as an IP down the line. Very strong possibility. Honestly, I could see one where they integrated bits and pieces from at least the first three Alien movies. Mm-hmm. Probably not Resurrection. I but, would. Um, yeah, I, I could. I could see that potentially happening. There's a lot to pull from from those three movies. It, it's really a good thing because Hollywood spent so much money on their queen. I think that would be a good way for us to get some usage out of the queen yes. to do an alien's house. And since Apparently we're on the there's subject, another one coming out. Exactly. Yeah. Is it Covenant, I believe? Yeah, Alien Covenant. Yeah. And since we're on the subject about icons, oh my god, I am dying to see the Dollmaker Horror Nights. Hollow Scream has, or not, yeah, Hollow Scream has created the Dollmaker. I want to see the Dollmaker. Well, I think we can do something with that. I mean, there, there was the Puppet Master in Singapore that I think would work, too. There's some really stellar original icons they've had in both Singapore and Japan. 
I'd love to see a version of them here. Oh, yeah. Well, Singapore's yeah. just been killing it since the beginning. Oh, God. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago, so... Yeah, they... That was fun. They are... Well, I wasn't there, so I'm going to say that they're really solid, and I, uh... Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I wish we could have as much fun originality um, all the time as they seem to have been having. Yeah, we need to have more sci-fi houses in the future. Uh, Nancy yes. says, sci-fi houses were awesome, too bad we haven't had very strong ones lately. <laughs> Brian just said, but we already had the maze based on the movie Aliens. It was called Aliens Featuring Predators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. That's great. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think Edgar Allan Poe coming back would be awesome. I'd be very happy with that. I knew Travis would mark out for that. He's a Poe fan just like I am. I, I would love that as well. I didn't get I a chance would... to see Nevermore or The House at Hallow Scream, so I'd love to have seen yeah, both of those. Neither did I. I was an emo girl in middle school once. I know my Poe. I want to see it. <laughs> Telltale heart. Exactly. Um, so, Alien Scare Zone, uh, Lady Luck, no sequel to some of the 21 houses. Yes, says Thomas Brandon. Winter's Night 2. Night yes. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, Blood and Guts 2 is Travis's house. Blood and Guts 2 is Travis's house. Oh, man. I think Lovecraft is coming, Chris. I think this was this was the biggest rumor year for it. I think that the next time it's rumored, it's actually going to happen. You'll see a lot of Lovecraftian things in uh, Dead Man's Wharf this year. Yes, I think. I was personally. just about to say Dead Man's Wharf is going to have hella Lovecraft in Cthulhu. Cthulhu, a version of Cthulhu yeah. may end up in Dead Man's Wharf. Honestly, I would not be surprised. And that I would be test. so happy. It's going to happen. We're getting Lovecraft, because that's one thing, we talked about it a little bit ago, it's one of those things that they've been wanting for so long, they just haven't been able to make it work. I right. think they're going to be able to make it work this time, and it's going to be stellar. If we can make Exorcist into an effective house, then literally anything can be an effective house at this point. Right. Now, see, one property I wish could come, but this is more in a Silver Screams house. I would love to see Hannibal Lecter, even though he's more of a Silver Screams guy. No, he's not. I'd love to see uh, a Lecter maze with, like, Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon and Hannibal, like, all together in, like, an amalgamation of the property. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, I think that'd be amazing, too. I think it would be absolutely amazing to walk down that hallway with all the cells on your left yes, side. Yes, absolutely. And, um, I think that would be an amazing... And to, to end it with just a perfect Hannibal Lecter actor, ugh, I think that would be amazing. I think that'd be creepy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and... I that would be sick. I mean, I think we all have those, like, dream properties that may or may not ever happen. We could have Baby Cthulhu and Dead Man's Wharf. Yes, Chris, I think that may happen. <laughs> and see, we've all talked about it. I mean, yeah, one day A&D is going to run out of ideas for properties, but there's still some great, in my opinion, some great IPs out there, but most of them I think of are mostly in Silver Screams. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead's mentioned a lot. Uh, David dream, mentioned Dream Puppet Maze right there. Return of the Living Dead. I want to see George Romero zombies at the event, but I don't think we're going to for quite a while. We saw one last year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so great. Wow. Usherette says a comment that would be amazing. Uh, she'd love to see Guillermo del Toro do Lovecraft. 
Oh, yes. Wow. Woo. I mean, honestly, getting Del Toro and just to design a maze would be right. incredible. I know he'd be all over it, too. Well, he did Crimson Peak, so, but the thing yeah. is, I think Hollywood, I mean, Hollywood got a good maze with Crimson Peak. I, I honestly think it would have looked a, lo- a lot more like uh, Body Collectors, honestly, when I really think about what it could have been here. Mm-hmm. But I think an original property created by Guillermo Del Toro to me personally, an original property created by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez is something I really want to see. Yes. I want Tarantino to create a maze. I think it'd be awesome. I think that would be amazingly intense. What about it, would, it, it would be very it would be very fast paced. I think it'd be really cool. I could get into that. Here's one. Even though it won't work, how about a house designed by even even though, of course, it won't work. How about a house designed by Tim Burton? Yeah, I mean, he yeah, his visual style is really cool and would work super well with 3D. I completely agree with that. But honestly, when I, when I think of originals I really want to see, one thing that jumps to mind for me, and it's something I have in speculation for years down the line, is I want Wonka. I want Wonka in 3D. Oh, my God, that'd be so cool. Base it off the book so you don't really have to take from any of the movie properties. Just do an original yeah. concept. Like Asylum in Wonderland. Do an original concept based on Willy Wonka. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, exactly. And there's no reason. I mean, just like they did with, with Asylum, you can pull small visual iconic right. cues from what I mean. You know, you could you could easily still have Wonka in his purple coat. Like that. Oh, yeah. There are so, so many little things that you could take without getting in trouble from everyone's, you know, pre-established um, media-based visualizations of these characters. And I think that'd be really cool. I really think they should go more with the, with um, like what they did with Asylum, like dark interpretations of children's stories. I know it's kind of cliched, but it's fun. Scary Tales Returns. I guarantee that's happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll come back as a house. How many Scary Tales have there been? Three or four? Three. Three, and then four of them was a scare zone, so technically, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, scary tales definitely returns. Yeah, so Thomas Brandon mentions he wants, uh, basically, Terror Mines style to come back. That'd be cool. I'd like, I'd love to see something like that. I think that's hilarious. Tomb of the Ancients. Exactly. Some haunted house. Toothsome Chocolate Emporium After Dark. Yes. That, that would be really awesome if they used the Terror Mines concept with the helmet and did it for uh, the Return to Catacombs. Oh, yes. I mean, I actually thought of that as soon as I saw the uh, the little teaser trailer for um, Tomb of the Ancients. Because in that video, you have the... You have the like the flashlight shining around. Right. Kind of gave me gave me vibes. I, I can see that. It was mentioned in chat a little bit ago about like Batman villains do like Arkham Asylum. You want to see Batman properties? You have to go to Six Flags this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. They got Suicide Squad in their scare zones this year. Mm. That's coming to my Six Flags. I know it's Suicide Squad. I I don't know. I mean. If, you, if I had to choose between having Chance versus having somebody that may or may not look like Harley Quinn, I totally would choose Chance every time. Oh, yeah. All of us would. 
Uh, David she's says more Hart. interesting. She is. She's more fleshed out as a character, even though we don't know anything, if that makes any sense. No, I absolutely agree. People constantly compare the two, and I agree that the original idea came from Harley Quinn. There's literally no denying that. It has come out of the mouth of the people that created her. Right. She has evolved into something very different, both stylistically, voice-wise, character-wise, actions-wise. They are not the same. I'll fight people over that. I love Chance. I understand that. So, uh, David says, hardcore mummy maze. Go on the ride. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, this is interesting. It was mentioned on the Dead Man's Digest. Uh, Friends of the Podcast Network, uh, Nina, mentioned something about having the actual Tomb of the Ancients in the mummy queue. Eternity. That would be um, (laughs) cost-worthy, cost-effective. That would be a good idea. Have we ever done anything in mummy before? A uh, long ago, I believe. Oh, we did? I think so. Before mm. I started going, at least. I seem to recall reading about something happening yeah. in the Mummy queue during Horror yeah. Nights one year. Was it Kong time. still, or Mummy? Or? I no, think it was Mummy. Yeah, I think... Clown... Clown saw 25. What if... Tyler here? We need, Tyler we need Charles to what happened? this. Was what happened? What house was used in the Mummy queue long ago? Oh, man. There was a few in the Mummy Q a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, it was also in King Kong back. They did stuff like at the bottom of King Kong after the ride was over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, rest in peace, confrontation. Yeah, I uh, remember riding that when I was a kid. Oh, me too. Clown, Clown Saw oh, 25 man. says, What if Jack the Clown and all the other icons were all in Chance's mind and she was the one who created everything in Halloween Horror Nights? We said that on Saturday. Oh my god. I remember us saying that on Saturday. What if everything has been in our mind all the time? Okay. Quit repeating like everything. Get me confused. You get to a point where it becomes like, it was all a dream. Like, it's just too much. Like, like nobody actually, even the craziest of the crazies, probably does not have this vivid of an imagination. It's insane. It really is. But it could be. That would be pretty wild. Yeah, but the general and, public would never knew that. Right, yeah. exactly. That's one of the things too. This stuff is just for us. Yeah. Yeah. But they enjoy it too in a different way. It always amazes me how many of my uh, my normie friends who actually enjoy hearing about this type of stuff. Because when I bring it up, when I bring up that I really love horror nights and I'm really involved with the community, people tend to always have questions. And uh, you'd, you'd be surprised at how excited people can get when they hear about even a little bit of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things that we could do that they're going to do or they're not going to do. It's just you're going to have to sit back and enjoy the ride. Right. So it's it's really like a, just a giant play. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. literally, we're we have a stage and everything now. Yeah, the universal yeah. is the stage. Yeah. What if the arches were covered by the stage or were walking through the stage? Ooh, that'd be super cool. Like, build, like, this freaking giant facade in front of the arches, and then you would walk upstage, like, upstairs on the stage, and then walk backstage. Mm, I don't see that happening. Something I did want to talk about was the arch this year, because I, I... you know, it's kind of to touch up on, like, you know, how are they going to theme it up? Because the past few years has been very lightly themed 
as opposed to, you know, back in 07, 08, 09, when it was heavily themed, um, you know, just wondering, you know, will they theme it up to the theater of the mind this year, or will they just kind of go the route they did last year where they have the logo and then some of the houses or all the IP houses on the sides? I don't think they're going to do it too big. I think they're not really going to focus too much on that, and they're going to focus elsewhere. Right. They're more. I mean, the banners this year that are on the arches are probably just going to be like movie marquees. Yeah. Um, I could see theater curtains potentially, and I would say there's going to bring back the actual screen itself. Tyler mentioned that last time. Yep, he certainly That'd did. Be, that'd be interesting. It would, in the video, would be like Chance doing her dialogue. It's my turn to play, and then she would grab the light bulb, and then we would hear the light bulb shatter. And they don't have the logo pop up. Chris brings up a point. Oh, go on. Sorry, Cam. Uh, Chris brings. (laughs) I feel bad. Chris brings up a good point. It's been said that Chance is that Shady Brook. Is that true or not? Yeah. We we don't know honestly. We won't know until we go into her house. Honestly. Like, okay, if we're going with what's going on in, in reality right now, right after everything had ended with the Carnage Returns, Chance was taken to a police station, and she was booked, and then she was put in a padded cell somewhere. So I don't necessarily think she's in Shady Brook or any sort of regular asylum. She's just kind of at an asylum somewhere. I'm going to guess this is going to take place in, I don't, I guess it takes place in Florida, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, Florida is home of the craziest of the crazies anyways. Yeah, Shady Brook was shut down in 1997. That's, that's true. So now, these, this day and age, you'll just be some random asylum somewhere. And Yeah. So I mean, if it's any guess, though, of what we're going to see, we won't know anything until we actually go through the house itself. Uh, where the hell it stopped it before? This is true. It's in her mind. We don't know where the timeline is. I mean, it ba- the timeline that we're hearing is basically right after Carnage Returns, but when did Carnage Returns take place in the actual timeline of the storyline? My oh, guess is boy. last year, but like, it's one of those yeah. things. We're going to have to wait and see, honestly, Chris, uh, at this point. I think that it could, but it also could just be some random asylum somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wit says it's got to be present day because it's after Carnage Returns. Again, a long conversation we had on Saturday's event talking about all the uh, things that we think are going to be inside that maze. So, Not to shamelessly self-promote, but seriously, like we had some really good conversations on the podcast on Saturday. If you haven't checked it out, it's available uh, here on the network and also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So I'm going to save the, uh, the, the one that's been really wanting to talk about Horror Story for last. So I'm going to move on to Brandon. Howdy. Your thoughts on American Horror Story? Um, I am very, very excited for this house, actually. Like, I'm a huge fan of the series. Season one is actually one of my favorite seasons, so when I found out that was going to come, I kind of freaked out a little bit, because I figured that was going to be, if any of the season, that would be the one to get left out. Mm. Like, not a whole, like, I guess you could say not necessarily a whole lot of action happened in that one, compared to the others, but, like, I'm, I'm definitely happy that it's there. All right. Fair point. 
very excited about this maze, I'm going to guess. Oh, loads. Like, like this, like, for IPs, I'm definitely excited for American Horror Story, and I'm definitely excited for Texas Chainsaw. Because, like, if you think about it, like, Halloween was an intense maze, let alone with, like, a taller guy with a chainsaw and, like, up close with you, you know? Okay. So, we've talked about this a couple of times. It has to be brought up. So, uh, Brandon joined our group last year, and we went through uh, Body Collector's Recollections. <laughs> and we were walking around just randomly, and then all of a sudden, there's this character that was above, and he literally took his beanie. So, for the time being, we've been calling him the Beanie Collector. Wait, are you <laughs> serious? This character really yeah. took the beanie? Yes, I remember it. exactly what happened. Glorious. That was exactly sick. what happened. So, here's the thing. <laughs> Tell the story to everyone here on the. Uh, I gotta, I gotta hear this. Let me roll right. my leaves. So it was, yeah. We were like Owen said, we were in a huge group of people, and like I thought it, like I was my buddy Quentin that's behind me. So I, like it was the very last room of the house, and that's where the guy was. And like I was more worried about the guys behind the cages, so I, I like I never really looked up. But um, he like my, I just felt like my hat slowly coming off my head, and I was like, it shouldn't be doing that. I turned around, I thought it was Quinn, I was like, give me my hat back. And he's like, I didn't take it. And I look up, and he's holding my beanie. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> that <laughs> is the... So, like, oh, we just kept walking. I was like, wait, how do I get this back? So there's a guy at the end of the house, and I was like, look, this the guy up there took my beanie. Can I get it back? And he just went up and got it. And everybody's like, what, what took you so long? I was like, the guy at the end of the house took my beanie. And everybody started dying, and then Beanie Collectors was shortly made after that. Yes, it was. <laughs> never going to forget that one. Yeah, great. Has uh, brand new for Halloween Horror Nights 27, Beanie Collectors Revisited. <laughs> These are the things that happen during a PopCast Network meetup. That's why I'm taking my Beanies beanie. are collected. Beanies are collected. <laughs> Don't miss oh. out this year. Oh, man, Halloween Horror Nights being... Exactly. That would be awesome. Hey, you never know what's going to end up in the store this year. I mean, they're, they really uh, pushed the bar last year. I think that they're going to do even more this year. Oh, man. Still want that Horror Nights exclusive uh, Chance lipstick? But, <laughs> he know. talked about that on Saturday, too. Oh, my... I, I want it. I think about that. I love... Exclusive right. makeup. I love like when Sephora puts out their Disney lines and stuff. Mm. There are so many female Horror Nights fans who would be into that. I I would be happy if we get more playing cards, honestly. Ooh, yeah. Really? Cool. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah. Nancy says I, we I had like LT the, beanies. I'd like to have had one of those. That's awesome. The, the Freddy trading cards last year. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, Nancy's on board with that one, Mel. She wants a makeup line, too. Thank you. So are all of my girlfriends. There's a market. We're ready. There is a market, man. We want that. Marketing, listen. There's there's things we want. Uh, Vinyls. Okay. Um, Well, first off, they're going to be selling the Funko Pops like they're going out of style. They already are. I, I think that you get two different variations of chance. You get basically the real chance, the one in the straight jacket, and you get the the fantasy chance, the one that's in her mind. And that's going to complement your jack one as well. And I think it would be really cool if you can get a box set that's like a theater, like, 
theming to it, and yes. they can have smoke in them. I'm telling you right now, all of us are going to go broke on merchandise this year, Usher at Absolutely. Between Chance and Bill and Ted and a couple various things I have to buy, other than that, it's going to be crazy. Not to mention, not to mention the limited edition stuff that's going to last like a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting, honestly. There's got a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, the uni minis. That's the one I'm looking forward to. And I think that they're also going to have uni mini pins like they've had in the past, too. Which are super adorable. And it'll be really cute for people to have their little Jack ones and their little Chance ones. Completely agreed there. I know. I also want Hornets Funko Pops. I'm going to be making my own set, but I would really like official ones Ooh. that I don't have to paint myself. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, Lonel brings up picture frames with the logo. <gasps> yes, that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. I would love that. Because it's already a frame, basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Josh says, Melody gets me. <laughs> I got your back, question. dude. Go ahead. All right, so Brandon basically said that he's most excited to see Murder House portrayed in the AHS house this year, uh, which season are you guys most excited to see portrayed? Freak Show. Mm -mm. Hotel. Really? Mm. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious to see how they're going to do it, because I think that one, out of the three they're doing, I think that one's the most over the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Being someone that doesn't watch the show, I'd have to just automatically pick Freak Show. Mm. Love the aesthetic, love the time period. Mm -hmm. I'm saying season one. I'm saying Coven. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> give yeah. it time. Yeah, yeah, give it some time. Don't worry. You'll, you'll get what you want. <laughs> you guys think we'll ever see a... Um... Unless it's already been done, and I'm not sure if it has. A, um, a Twilight house? Not Twilight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. No. I didn't mean that. I, didn't mean, I meant Twilight oh, Zone. Oh, God. No, we will not okay. see a Twilight Zone house. No. Now, Disney has Twilight Zone on lockdown over at Hollywood Studios. Nor would I want right, to see right. Twilight Zone. Now, right. now yeah. if you watched um, Dr. Jimmy's uh, 2014 uh, April Fool's video, apparently uh, Twilight was supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Sparkly vampires in the streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember this very well. Go, go, go back and rewatch that movie now. It's way better than you remember. A shout-out to Doc, as always. <laughs> we always bring him up here on the podcast. Maybe someday, you never know, maybe he may join us. We'll see. It's nearly impossible to talk Horror Nights and not mention him. Exactly. I mean, he literally is the historian of this <laughs> event, when it comes to Orlando's event. Yeah. For sure. See, I mean, uh, Ronald says, maybe for 27 we can get Mamba in a second horror story with the unused seasons. And he wasn't here when we said this earlier. So... <laughs> I'm telling you, Mamba is an icon. I think it rides itself. So, mm -hmm. Yep. Gives the Universal its first Bayou house. 
I see You Can Do It is back in chat tonight. Shout out. Uh, he is uh, in Japan, actually, right now. So he'll be no going way. to Japan He's here. Today. He's yeah. here? Oh, my gosh. I love that guy. You can, you, <laughs> I you, met you. I met you at um, the, at the Woo Meetup last, what was that, August? Yeah. He's funny. It's got good videos, honestly. Uh, you can, if you have any thoughts about uh, Japan, feel free to uh, leave them in the chat room, and I will definitely uh, say everything that you say. Yeah, we're having audio issues. I guess it's some sort of a problem with the network right now. Not the podcast network, but with the with YouTube itself. So my apologies for that. Yes, Doctor Jimmy is the icon. Yeah, I, I, I see that. And Bob. Yeah. Of course, can't forget Bob. I mean, to be perfectly honest, though, yeah, an, an eccentric historian with a pet cat, like, I mean, you've got either a Bond villain or a Horror Nights icon brewing right there. Doc's videos come to life. It may be amazing. <laughs> yeah, Nancy, we all want to see Mamba get her own year, and I think that would give Bayou Horror Nights' first official voodoo scare zone in Orlando they've been wanting to do for a long time, so... Justice for Mamba. <laughs> Thank I you, Usher. Agreed. <laughs> yes, that'll be the new hashtag. So yeah, we we've had some we had a lot of fun with you guys and girls out there tonight for the last couple hours uh, talking about Howling Horror Nights and about American Horror Story. But before we go any further, you waited all night to hear the opinion of the final member of the elite, Tyler. The floor oh, is yours. Oh man, <laughs> this. This, if we didn't have any originals this year, this would be my most anticipated house. Hands down out of any other house. Um, But because of the originals, it's uh, number three for me. But definitely my most anticipated IP. I love American Horror Story. I've seen every season like twice. And to be honest, I think that every season has so much potential. There's so many good scenes, so many good characters. And the you know underlying themes and and things that they try to push uh, and then the creep out factor is just it, it's awesome and I love it and um, I know a lot of people have been kind of you know doubting the American Horror Story but I also know there's a lot of people like myself that really have been waiting for it to come to the event and are really excited about it um, but I think it's going to be a great house and I think it has potential to be the best IP this year and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased towards it because I love it, but because it has a lot of good, you know, has a lot of great scenes, a lot of really gory scenes, a lot of really uh, creepy scenes, a lot of really disturbing scenes, and I think that it's it's going to make a great house all around. It's not just going to be, you know, focused on gore, or focused on this or that. It's going to be focused on a lot of different things that that creep people out, of things, a lot of things that scare people, and you know. I don't know. It's just very balanced out of everything. It's not. It's not just like all based on one season, like with Walking Dead. Right. And I think that's what's gonna help this house a lot. And with it being an, a mega house, it's gonna be really cool to see, kind of like a development of each season as you're going through, as opposed to just seeing one season, or you know, as opposed to seeing. You know, all of the seasons try to fit into one house. I think that it's it's really going to be a good house. And you are the main reason that I'm giving this property a fair shake. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's a great house, and I've, I'll defend it till I'm blue in the face. I've seen a lot of people on social media today, you know, talking bad about it, saying, you know, I don't know why this is, you know, it sounds bad. They're only doing three seasons, or you know, why didn't they do this season, or, uh, you know, things like that. And to be honest, I think that all seasons in the house and all seasons in general have so much potential, and I think that. A house could be made out of each individual season, mm-hmm. um, but I'm glad that they they went this route with it. I'm glad that they kind of tried to to do multiple seasons in the house because it would kind of, I mean, it would be better than Walking Dead coming back every year uh, if we had this come back for say four or five years. But then again, I want to see things, new things, and different things each year. I don't want to see the same thing come back. So I think this is that this is good. And if they do um, continue it next year uh, with your idea, Owen, of doing uh, the other seasons that they didn't touch upon in this house, I think that, you know, two years, that's, that's good. That's good enough. Um, but, you know, we don't know about that yet. Um, you know, okay. just this just got announced, so we have no clue about that. And I'm sure that you know, maybe they've talked about it, maybe they haven't. Um, but you know, I think that this house is so—it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be, you know, it's, it's gonna be a cool house. That's for sure. If you've seen, if you've seen it, or if you haven't seen it, it's gonna be good. Indeed. Um, you can says in chat the strangest thing about the event in Japan: the exorcist coming to a non-Christian nation. I, I don't think the subtext of the haunt will scare anyone. I think it will be oogie boogie, ghost demons, oogie boogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And That's you, yeah, you guys also have the uh, the trauma too, which is the the hospital extreme house for the second year in a row. He says he's super happy I was able to see Biohazard the real last year because this year it's not going to be here. Yeah. There's a lot of really great things that are coming out of Japan and Singapore this year. Like, Japan has got some really stellar original content with some really hard-hitting IPs. Singapore is nothing but originals, and I think both of the events out of the North, uh, out of North America are going to knock it out of the park this year. Oh, for sure. I think that with original content and with IPs in Orlando... It's a really good balanced event. I know there's kind of, in my opinion, I think there's too too many IPs. Right. Um, that's just because I'm not usually a huge fan of IPs. I'd rather have an all original event. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of people are gonna be hating me for saying that, but uh, that's just that's just how I am. Coming from you know making my own haunt and helping with other haunts, I I really like the whole aspect of creating something new and and doing something original because it's something that. Uh, you're not familiar with, so right. it's it's kind of like you're getting to explore it and getting to you know figure things out. And when you see different things in the house, uh, it, you know you you haven't seen it before, so you, there's a, a bigger chance for you to get scared from it. I think. Um, right. But you know a lot of these IP things, a lot of these IP um, mazes and zones are are used way too much, and. Um, but with that said, I think that this year's a, a very strong year. There, there's a bunch of really strong IPs, and also there's a bunch of very strong originals. And I think that, uh, you know, this year's going to be really good. That's for sure. And, and with Hollywood especially, I think that it's cool that they're 
doing IPs, but they're, you know, they kind of have a little bit more freedom with them, and they're kind of doing their own take on a lot of the IPs that they have. Uh, and I really like that because, yes, they're getting the IPs, but they also are expanding and, and trying to, to, to bring something new to the event. So uh, Yukon says they had a three-year deal with Capcom, so that's the reason why it's not coming back. Singapore looks more intense. I would say go to Japan, get a light horror night, but the ends of houses have stories that they sequester you in rooms, and they have show sequences, something you can't do in Orlando or Hollywood. I mean, I think they could end up doing it down the line, but the thing is, is like Nancy said, Asian horror is way different than U.S. horror. Yes. You can't do that event here because it wouldn't come off the same way. And you couldn't do our event there. They, exactly. They wouldn't get ours and we wouldn't get theirs. Like, okay, imagine if Japan or Singapore got Bill and Ted. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that would get over. A lot of Americans barely get Bill and Ted. <laughs> That's a shoot. More ways than one. Uh, Ace Freely says, I predict Hollywood raising ticket prices $40 plus per ticket. What do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, maybe. It just kind of depends. I mean, they've got a stellar lineup this year, so it's possible. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it's a popular lineup. I'm not sure whether or not I would call that good. I mean, it's popular with the general public, though. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it is, but I, I don't know. I, I am, I mean, I'm not going to Hollywood's event this year, right. so it, my opinion doesn't really matter. But um, I'm not sure I would want to shell out the effort to make it there anyways. I'm not tremendously impressed with what they're doing just because it's, I don't know, it feels too familiar. Hmm. We'll talk about that on next week, actually. Yeah, yeah, so I'll leave the rest of my thoughts till then. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of weird that the check-in for Unmasking the Horror is now Blue Man Group. I, th I think they decided they just wanted to uh, just do everything on the studio side, make it easier. Maybe that changed the, the way that they do, they're they doing the lineup of houses this year. That makes sense. You uh, can say for the Chucky house last year, you were stuffed into a room with a guy trying to unlock another room. He's screaming, he's coming, he's coming. Lights cut out, a guy with a chainsaw pops in. That was in the Chucky house last year in Japan. Okay. <laughs> Followed by a guy be being ridden by Chucky with a chainsaw. He cuts his head off. They push you out of the house. It blew me away because I never saw that in Horror Nights before. Sounds extremely theatrical and awesome. Yeah, it does sound fun, honestly. Also kind of sounds like a skeleton key room from Knots. It really does, which it sounds like they're getting another one at the end of this month. Again, our event seems a lot, like with the original content this year, we keep bringing up every single time, and it feels a lot more like knots than ever before this year, which is a great thing. It's not anything against anything. It's the fact that it just makes sense, and I mm -hmm. think it makes sense to have something like that on the East Coast because we really don't. So uh, what William says, I'm slightly jealous of their full purge zone. Somewhat. I mean, I, I've been wanting the purge as it all as a park wide scare zone since 2013, and I want to see how Hollywood makes it work. 
but we'll see what happens, I guess. Welcome, Hollow Knight. And welcome to everyone that has just joined chat. I see Jeremy's in chat as well. There's a lot of yes. other people that have just joined chat, so uh, welcome. What's so, up, fellow Horror Knights hoes? Uh, Yukon says, I'm excited to see what they do with Nightmare, because it's not going to be in Lombard's Landing like it usually is. It's going to be where the mummy is in Orlando. They've got a huge space. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Brian says they're using Blue Man Group because it's a meeting place to rub it in our face. Nickelodeon Studios is closed. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yukon says HHN Japan is a free event. Starting at noon. Wow. So, yeah, um, I think that would be the conversation from the entire chat room tonight and the conversation from the Elite. And uh, I want to thank Brandon for joining us for tonight. No problem. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you, and we hope that you are able to join us for the meetups this year. Oh, I'll definitely be there. Sweet. As Welcome, welcome, Mark, the man in the mall of us, another person that knows all about the uh, Podcast Network meetups. Mark, 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 Mark. Also, <laughs> welcome to Dibifer 12. Indeed. Yeah, what says noon seems too early. Uh, they have to close around 8 and 9 p.m. in Japan. That's very interesting. Maybe that's because they start so early. Basically, what you're saying, Yukon, is the event for Horror Nights in Japan is kind of like how SeaWorld does uh, their Spooktacular. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> Yukon says the scare zones start at 6. So the scare zones are literally for like 3-4 hours? That's crazy. Uh, Tim wants to know when the full website will be revealed. Honestly, I think that there could be more to it because they have to actually, like, list everything. Mm -hmm. I think within the next week or so, we'll get the full list of everything with all the scare zone artwork and everything and all the lists. Because they've added some new stuff to it. Like, they have an annual pass holder, uh, Horror Nights Hotel Stay. So you don't have to actually have a park ticket in order to get the package. It's like a one-day hotel stay. So that's rather interesting. Nancy says it's organized differently. The maps from Japan are from the season. You have Horror Nights and Day Park and everything all in one booklet. It's very interesting. Mm. Everyone in Japan takes the trains. Huh, interesting. Well, first off, I'm glad to see that Williams finally caught up to the actual podcast. <sighs> He yes. says, by, by far, the most thing he hates about his newfound addiction to Horror Nights, I can no longer go to food and wine or not so scary. Wit, I am proof positive you can do all three if you know how to work it out. Or don't, because Horror Nights is better than those other two things combined. Well, this I mean... Coming, this coming from a Disney person. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, if I had to choose one of the three, Horror Nights would be the one I'd choose. Don't forget, I'm coming back on the 3rd of October and then going back on the 22nd of October just so I can be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the props are starting to show up now, so. Mm -hmm. And Horror Nights, and, you know, of course, Horror Nights is a lot better than Six Flags Fright Fest. Well, I think, <laughs> I think that goes without saying. 
because of course, Mel, what you what you just said, Six Flags puts no, in my opinion, puts no money in the fright fest. I I think we can all agree that Legoland Brick or Treat is the best Halloween event. Around. <laughs> you know what? You got me. You're so right. You know I what? cannot wait. I cannot wait for the next Brick or Treat podcast. Yeah, Cameron, we're gonna be doing that. Cameron, you know what you can do with your hat. <laughs> this is yeah. actually really fun. This is the most fun I've had on a podcast. You said that Saturday as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm noticing a trend here. He's having the most fun on the ones that I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. I Jennifer mean, says, whoa, nothing is better than Six Flags Fright Fest. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. Gotta oh, be come on, guys. Kennywood. Shut up, Jake. You know come that they're on. not that good. Come on, guys. Uh, we all know that Fright Fest has better scare actors. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't even finish it with a straight face. <laughs> come on, we all know that. Oh, that's You're awesome. So right. They they turned the Terminator show into the ring in Japan. Oh, so, that's awesome. Wow. That that really is cool because that that movie used to scare me really really bad. Yeah, that's a good one. They have an indoor roller coaster. They cut the lights the entire ride. Wow. This is some very interesting uh, thoughts here from Yukon here. I'd love to be able to see more stuff from Japan and Singapore, like, in person, but the videos don't do it justice. Hi, Mo. Welcome to chat. I think the most general thing about Horror Nights is that it can't be captured on video. Exactly. I really, like, I, I remember when I first started kind of trying to expose all of this to my dad, especially who's a big Disney guy, and he's just like, Melody, I don't see how this is fun. And I'm like, no, but you don't understand. If you wow. were there, man, it's so fun. There's such a different atmosphere that literally cannot be captured by any video, audio, anything. I, wow. That's crazy. Apparently Back to the Future was the grudge. Oh, my God. I want to see this. Yeah, Nancy wants to see the TARDIS return. Uh, I'll tell you right now, we are very, very, very many years away from getting Doctor Who at Halloween Horror Nights one way or another. I really think it's going to happen. Hey, Doctor Who, (laughs) Doctor Who. And since um, Mel said film... It, do you think we'll ever have a year at Horror Nights where, where they'll just let us film inside the houses? No. Well, you can. No problems? Well, you can. You're just have, the only people that are allowed to film in the houses are media. No, I'm saying, like, the general public. No. Like, if they want no. no way. There's no reason for them to change that. Just like there's no reason for them to be able to film Bill and Ted. You, could you imagine if the wrong person saw that video and be like, well, uh, here's some uh, something we can do now. It's like a recipe for disaster. They want you to experience the event there. But then again, I can see the people that can't go to the event, that's the only way they can actually see those mazes. Those yeah, cases. exactly. And also just for the sake of, of documentation, which is right. something I'm personally very passionate about. Same. Um, 
I feel like Horror Nights is not uh, properly documented in a way that we can access it. I mean, I'm, right. I know I'm sure Horror Nights documents it themselves very thoroughly, but I want to go back. I want to be able to see things that I missed and to be able to see things that I'd already experienced as a way to help convince other people to start attending. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I would, I know this has been thrown around before, but I would buy a DVD of professionally filmed walkthroughs of all the houses each year. Same here. Mm -hmm. I totally would. I think a lot of people would. Oh, yeah. It's something, honestly, the Orlando theme parks really need to start investing in. Of all places, they do that kind of thing at Dollywood. Right. Like, why are they not doing that here, down here, where people want it way more than at Dollywood? Don't get me wrong, Dollywood's amazing, but, you know. Oops. So, um, go ahead. Real, real quick, I want to finish the rest of the grudge, which is really interesting. It says you died in the ride, and the person that loaded you in, it was like, I'm really sorry. There's a problem. You have to get off. There was this character from the grudge waiting for you. Um, I know. I'm liking Japan's event. I mean, they I know. got some good stuff. Yeah, Josh, uh, Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, uh, stellar podcast you should listen to. Uh, some great people. Uh, we hung out with Matt during one of our meetups last year. Matt is a really awesome person to hang out with. Hopefully we'll be able to hang out with the Neo Zaz group this year, too. Absolutely. Fantastic car listening. Right. And Brian said, too. Um, where is it? Oh, um, Fright Fest is pre- but Fright Fest is presented by Snickers. How can HHN compete with that? Uh, no <laughs> more Fright Fest. J- Jeremy, that is a good point. Uh, media is only allowed to film like two or three minute clips. They're not even allowed to put up the full house anymore. But it is, I mean, you do see it every once in a while. People still put their stuff up after the events. So. Like, see, Owen, I can understand 23 where Universal gave you guys permission yeah. during that meetup. Yeah, we got permission from Universal, and it was through Universal that we actually got to film all the houses at 23. That's why I brought up that question, is in when will we ever get a year where we can film inside the houses? That's why I brought it up. We won't. We definitely won't get a year where everybody can film. Which would probably be for the best, but I I do think that there should be a way a way to be able to film all of all of the houses. Yeah, I, I've seen all sorts of things that they filmed at the event, like gorilla style before, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen that too. And I mean, I don't know, sometimes the, the two or three minute media videos are able to get pretty much all of the house in there um, exactly. without really missing much of anything. But it, sometimes it's still a bummer. I remember having a really hard time finding any full videos of Asylum. Is there anything against audio? Um, no. I don't think so. But in Bill and Ted, I think there is. Yeah, I think the only... I mean, the only time that you really see anything with, like, Bill and Ted is, like, when Wild Stallions post it every single year. Yeah. Wow, you can... There's a cosplay at Japan's event. Oh. Wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. Let's see. Sadako comes out of the well, points to the audience, starts walking toward... This is in backdraft, by the way. Starts walking towards you. The lights cut out. There's three planet Sadako's in the crowd, and it was amazing. Japan. uh, How come we can't live there? (laughs) And you guys even got Death Eaters over there, man. I'm really Uh, jealous. Usher, Usher, that's correct. It is at Dark Ricky on Twitter. I mean, Japan Um, got Death Eaters for... 
goodness. Mark, Mark, I think we all want to have a YouTube meetup uh, where we can record inside the houses, and we've tried before, but it's something that's really delicate to try to make it work. But I think eventually we're going to have a chance to make that happen. Oh, Harry Potter scares on. So, no yeah, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yes, we're, getting, we're get we'll get the Death Eaters in Diagon next year. Mark Glorious my words. J.K. and Jack the Ripper scares them. Jake or J.K. Rowling is going to give that green check. What will be the media package this year? Oh God. Um. No idea. I have no idea, honestly. I'd love to know, but I I don't know. There's a lot. I mean. <laughs> I just, I hope we see it soon. We'll just put it that way. Yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed we see it soon. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, earlier, we missed, uh, Hollow Knight asked what we thought of, like, side icons, like Blood and Guts and Chance before this year. Mm-hmm. I think Blood they're awesome. Is my favorite. I think, yeah, Blood and Guts and Mamba are both up there as, as kind of little mini icons that I think should eventually get more of the spotlight. Just they're they're interesting characters with good designs and Blood and Guts especially has a cool personality and a great backstory. I think we could easily see him be an icon or at least have a really solid sequel house someday. Me too. I think he's quite dead right now. He's he's very dead right now. Meets is the best. <laughs> Will Williams says they're HHN NXT. That's that's a really good way to put it, Wit, honestly. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really cool things that I think are gonna come out of this year. Things that we weren't expecting, things that we thought were not gonna blow us away are gonna blow us away this year. I'm very excited for this event this year. And I think we all are. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Very much hype. Chance skipped NXT. <laughs> Pretty much. We're so close, too. Oh Holy my crap. God, we're so close. Like it's, yeah. like, it's literally, as we sit here right now, a month from this moment, we will be either going through houses, going through scare zones, watching Bill and Ted. Some yes. people will be drinking. Some people will go into the bathroom because they've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be going through shops. I mean, we're going to be at the event in a month from today. That is the most amazing fact of all. No, that's that's absolutely insane to think about. And still, I, and again, I know I've said this before, it it almost feels like I just woke up, and and Horror Nights twenty five was yesterday. Exactly. It was so, it, it, this year went by so fast, and that the hype did. train from twenty five never ended. That was a train that I think we have all ridden for the past year, and mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully twenty six is going to be good enough that we can ride it straight into twenty seven. And on honestly, the night train. Exactly. <laughs> With, uh, understandable there. Like, some of us won't be here for opening night. But I will state that the event is coming soon for regardless when you're going to the event. So yes. either way, it's still the hype train is rolling. And yes. we're not done on the Popcast Network. We still have the full reveal podcast coming next Saturday night. And then we're going to talk about our meetups. And I can assure you they're going to be most yeah. glorious most excellent. Most excellent, most glorious, and very Quite legendary. legendary. Quite legendary. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, yes, uh, we are all excited about this year. Mark, uh, we're, we're definitely hyped for this year. We hope that you're able to join us for the meetups. You are definitely uh, 
more than welcomed into our little group last year, and you're more than welcome this year. Anybody that is uh, listening to the sound of my voice or any voice of anybody here on the Elite of the Podcast Network, you're more than welcome to join us, and we're going to have a great time this year. I can Except assure- for you, Dibifer, you're banned. <laughs> Mel is banned, you Dibifer. Sorry. You're, you're, not, you're not allowed to come at all. I know, I know, I know. When it comes to seniority in the podcast network, it, it kind of doesn't really make sense. But yeah, apparently she's right. You're banned. <laughs> no, I have complete control over him as a person. So. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah, and you can once again. Uh, we really appreciate your insight into Japan's event. Honestly, yes, this has been fascinating to hear all this stuff about Japan. And we, <laughs> because we tried to do a podcast with. Uh, all four events it ended up being me and Tyler and Blake and Justin, and just the four of us showed up for the podcast. And it went fine, honestly, but still, uh, thank you for giving us a little more insight. We appreciate that. So, Josh, same thing. You're flying in from Puerto Rico. Uh, hopefully you're able to uh, make it to a meetup or be able to hang out for a bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh they got J-Horror in Japan. They have a doll haunted house. Japanese dolls are pretty creepy. Agreed on all of this. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to have a great year this year. I really do. I think American Horror Story is going to knock it out of the park. I really do. I agree. I absolutely Knight, agree. Oh, God. It's going to be a fun year. I could, Trust me. Hollow oh, Knight no someday. Doubt. Someday, girl. I promise. And you're not going to have to give your arm. Wood has one quick question. As we're uh, slowly wrapping it up here on uh, the ninth <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights podcast we've done this year, the eighth Halloween Horror Nights 26 podcast we've done this year, Wit says, should I do uh, behind the screen? Do you mean unmasking the horror, Wit? I think what he's saying is, should I do uh, the, the suppository? He said it. My the joke res- is coming to life. The respiratory. The respiratory. <laughs> oh, sweet. You can, uh, we will definitely promote those videos on your YouTube channel. It's uh, You Can Do It, Y-U-K-E-N-D-O-I-T, for those of you that are listening on iTunes right now that can't see my face or me drinking a frozen lemonade for the last, like, seven years. So, basically, uh, check him out on YouTube for all about uh, Japan's event, and that includes not only Horror Nights, but also uh, other horror-related things. You can. You're one of my vlogging inspirations. You and Justin. Indeed. Uh, uh, so, everyone, uh, would you do the repository or unmasking the horror? Unmasking the horror. Okay, uh, Cam. I'm actually in that same situation. I actually made a cut from unmasking the horror so that I can put that money towards repository. Mel. Um, I would go with unmasking, just because, for me personally, I take more interest in the creation and behind-the-scenes aspects of the event and the event as a an artistic piece more so than just getting spooked real hard. So, um, okay. well, that's me. Ian. I'm sorry, what were we doing? <laughs> oh, are we putting ourselves we're, we're, over? We're, we're not paying attention, oh apparently. I'm asking a repository. Repository. Um, I shall 99% probably doing it. 
All right. um, I just have to get the funds correct for everything because I'm going to be spending a lot of money in September and October for living expenses and stuff. So uh, right. I'm going to have to be uh, get it all right, but I'll probably be able to do it. I'm pretty excited about it after what Dr. Jimmy said. Oh, yeah. How and he said it was extremely scary. I mean, like that. It could be really – it probably is going to be very scary, not knowing what's actually in front of those goggles. If there's any, if it's anything like a third of what happened last year during the end of the event, uh, 100%, yes, I would say do it. I'm ready. But I will say right now, if it's one of those things you have to choose one, you have to decide if you're more into the behind the scenes or if you want to see something new that you haven't seen before. You're going to see something new regardless, but right. you're going to see like a closer look at things on one side, and on the other side, you're going to get to see something that you may not see again. Hmm. And I'm a crotchety old man who doesn't like change, so. <laughs> you don't put it on. Anyway. That's me. Absolutely. Uh, I've literally said that to yes. children. Yeah. So luckily I don't have many children in my neighborhood, so we're good. No, um, it's more like get off my driveway, but still. There we go. That's better. Tyler, I think we're both on the same page when we say if you had the chance to do both, do them both. Yeah, it's really hard to pick. Yep. But I mean, if you're only going one night of the event, then I think unmasking might be better, only because you would have more time to go through houses, which I think would be more important than uh, doing the add-on experience. Unless you really want to see every facet of the event. Mm -hmm. Then you have to figure out a way to make your everything work. Yeah. So uh, we're doing both. Um, I think Ian is. Ian, are you doing both? Or are you just doing one? I'm just doing. Um, I'm not doing unmasking. It's too pricey. And Cam's reversed. He's doing repository, but not unmasking. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna do the um, the repository. I'm not gonna do the unmasking. Okay. <coughs> okay. Josh says I'm going one night, no add-ons. Makes sense. Wish me luck. <laughs> have all I, all I have to say right now is more to help you. Have a good touring plan. That's all I gotta say. Whoa! What? What where, you got? Where did Travis come from? Travis uh, just appeared out of nowhere. I, like, I, I just RKO'd you all out of nowhere. Come on. Oh, <laughs> welcome sorry. to the what end of I, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sorry, one of my friends blew out the breaker in my house, and we had to reset it, and it took me too long to figure it out. Stay and scream, yeah, completely agree with that one. Have a good touring plan and do stay and scream. You are able to do everything in one night if you know how to bounce around the park like a crazy person. Yes, yeah. don't, don't stop to eat, don't stop to drink. Nope. Actually, that's funny you mention that because last year this group is proof positive that you can do both of those and still get everything in one yes. night. Yeah. And that's without Express, too. Thank you very much. And that's what's the most fun is like what we did that one night. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, Thomas says the price is a big thing, fifty dollars, which is a dollar sixty-seven per minute. Is kind of steep. I mean, I, it, honestly, anything that has anything to do with what they did last year, seriously, do it, do it. I can assure you, Tyler will agree with you. Do it. You have to. If you if you have any thoughts of wanting to do this, you need to do it. If it's in your means to do it, do it. Don't don't go without food or anything. But if you have a way to do it, do it. And Jeremy's right. If you don't do sca- stay and scream, you goofed. <laughs> it's a shoot. You seriously did. You need to be doing stay and scream because 
if you're outside waiting at the arches when the gates open, sorry, Brian, uh, and a lot of other people, I would state that it's one of those things that you need to quickly meet up with your group when you get in the park and then just hit it hard for the rest of the night. Yeah, you got to book it. Horror Nights is all about power walking and dehydration and suffering. And the fact yeah. that it has only one speed at Halloween Horror Nights, and everyone in this group knows exactly what I mean. <laughs> all right, so uh, real peeps will be in the repository. Yeah, I I agree, that's right. We should that's just spelling. rename Halloween Horror Nights yeah, that, to... Uh... <laughs> that's a great spelling, man. Right. Jeremy says, Stay and Scream was the best run through of Freddy vs. Jason. I think we did too one night as well. One of the, uh, yeah, the only downside, some of the areas that are outdoors don't look as good with the sun still out. I remember Walking Dead that had a fenced area outdoors, which sucked. Uh, yeah. And tripping. Everything is raised. The purge. Seriously, the purge. I couldn't see anything in that maze. Oh, I couldn't see shit. I think I ran into a wall at one point. Jason made oh. Jeremy fall to the floor. Yeah, I, I, you know, Tyler ran into a mirror. Yeah, exactly I'm, I'm gonna mean. be I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I could just imagine myself walking through a house this year, and of course I would be the first one through the house because I'm a newbie. Uh, and it would probably be me, then probably Cam or Owen, and then everyone else will follow behind. And like the first, the first scare in my first house in, my, in the first room, I get scared. And I'm like, mother, beep, beep, beep. I just fall backwards, and everyone behind us just falls. <laughs> dominoes. Yeah, this, this, dominoes. this is a premonition. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's what's gonna happen next year for closing week. Nancy says Insidious sucked first thing. Had to wait till dark. Uh, yeah, doing Insidious in like the beginning of the event. It wasn't necessarily as... I mean, when you got in that house, you basically had to squint for the first third of the maze. I'm telling you right now, I don't wear sunglasses, but I may have to do something with to make my eyes convert. Because the only time I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to be able to uh, get everything working the right way is if I go see everything on preview night. Other than that, there's no way that I'm going to be able to see everything without being somewhat blind and yes, Cam, I recall that as well. <laughs> All hail the network. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is our show. Uh, wait a minute, real quick. Uh, Hollow Knight says, what's your scariest moment at Horror Nights? Uh, not being able to go. Aww. That's a fair point. Oh, boy, scariest. Oh, right. boy, Jeremy. <laughs> I, I already, I can answer this. I think I think Owen can can agree with me. Is um, last year in Legendary Truth. Oh my God! Yes. Um, Absolutely. For me, it would have <coughs> just the entirety of Dollhouse from 24. To this day, moments in that house freaked me out, and I was still I was but a wee horror nights baby, and uh, everything scared the crap out of me. I mean, AVP was really scary that year too, but. Dollhouse just, I mean, I, I i cursed a lot in that house. There was a lot of fear pumping through my veins. Right. Dibifer can vouch for me. I almost <laughs> broke his arms. Ian? Um. You're going to have to reiterate. I'm so sorry. Serious moment. moment. Oh, that's what I thought it was. Okay. Um. Ever? Yes. 
scariest moment ever was the first house I've ever been in my whole life, and that was Friday the 13th, 2007, and um, just that house with uh, the trash cans came down, and they banged down, like, right above your head, and Jason was up there, and I was, like, freaked out. That's probably the most scariest moment ever for me. And Cam. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Gary's moment. Thank, thank you, Travis. Uh, you guys have heard this one a billion times before. I'm going to go with uh, the very first house I ever went through, which is... Oh, leave it to clear. Exactly, yes. It still seems like it was the most intense house I ever went through. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with Tyler. Legendary Trace last year was the scariest I've, thing I've ever experienced at Halloween Horror Nights. And it's going to take a lot to uh, get that close again. Uh, let's well, hopefully see. it'll happen this year with the repository. I, I, it would not shock me one bit, honestly. Uh, Whit Williams got to do a solo run of the Body Collectors. Aliens vs. Purgers was the Gargoyles in 25 years. Whit Williams couldn't even make it through Dollhouse. All he saw was a YouTube video. <laughs> I, I will be honest, I probably couldn't have made it through uh, Dollhouse either. Make you pretty. Oh, God. <laughs> Dollhouse was great. See, I had this strategy. I was so scared at 24. I watched as many videos as I could of everything to, like, prepare myself, but we had not planned on doing Dollhouse. Yeah. And then there was a five-minute wait at the end of the night, and mm-hmm. Jake was like, oh, let's just go. And I was like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, let's just go. Okay. I don't think anything could prepare anyone for Dollhouse. Well, I did watch. I ran to the bathroom. I was like, I have to pee right now. And I watched a video in the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And no, Jake is like, come on, Melody. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, you don't get you don't get the the luxury of the smells when you watch YouTube. Right. See that's the so ad- right. that's the advantage to not going to uh, watching the videos of Hollywood's event. Because okay. you don't have to smell all the smells that Murdy pipes in there every year. Oh god. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of great things. Uh that people uh, got to do in chat tonight. So uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. We had a great time, honestly. Thank you for all the Harambe jokes earlier in the night. No, no stop. Made my day. No, thank you. Made oh. my day. No. Oh, that was, so, that was so out of control. Indeed. <laughs> but, yeah, you guys and girls out there that are in chat tonight, we thank every single one of you for your commentary, for your comments, and uh, for your questions. Uh, we had a great time interacting with you. That's the one thing I enjoy about the podcast is the fact that when we're live, we get to interact with a live chat room. And they are awesome. Yes. Indeed, every single time. And we hope to see some of what you the in the parks this, this year. No! We hope to see some of you in the parks this year, and we hope to see some of you also in the actual uh, meetups this year. <laughs> Absolutely. So, real quick, I will say that the next time you will see the Elite of the Podcast Network here on another podcast, it's going to be next Saturday, time to be announced. And maybe a little earlier, because this actually worked pretty well, honestly. So, yeah, I think that may work. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, somewhere in that time frame is probably going to work really well. And, yeah, Brian, you're going to get the last line. Scariest moment, looking at my credit card bill in October. Ooh, boy. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. So, 
Real quick, uh, we are going to be coming with our final uh, series of podcasts before the event. We are going to be doing our special reveal of both Hollywood and Orlando. That's going to be coming on that next Saturday night. Not this Saturday night. This Saturday night's NXT TakeOver back to Brooklyn. Woo! And exactly, we're looking forward to that. And the week after, we're going to be revealing all the meetups for Woo! the actual event this year. So let me assure you that there is some interesting things coming your way, and you're going to want to be at these meetups. We're going to have even more fun than we had last year. Yes. Thanks for everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, real quick, before we end, I want to thank Brandon for joining us. No problem. Where can we find you on social media, sir? Um, my Twitter and my Instagram are both spelled really weirdly, so I'll just put that in the live chat real fast. I guess I'm going to have to read it out to everyone. <laughs> People that are listening, not in live chat, that are listening on iTunes right now. Let me double check that real fast. Alright, my Instagram is spelled, it's basically my name without any of the vowel letters in it. It's B R N D N L L M N. And my Twitter's the same. That was pretty clever, Brandon. Very nice. <laughs> and Whit will be talking about SummerSlam on Sunday. Would you okay? <laughs> Would you mind if I went to one of your WWE podcasts to troll with Horror Nights stuff? Not at all. <laughs> We'd probably interact with you as bad as wrestling has become lately. Yeah. Um, Cameron. Hey, you guys can uh, follow me <coughs> at CryptoCam, and you guys can subscribe to uh, my YouTube in the link below. Um, and I guess that's it. Stay naughty, everybody. Subscribe to Cam's boo hole. Yeah, subscribe to my boo hole. Ooh. It's that the needs to, no, that needs quality to be, boo hole ever. Cam, that needs so to be subscribe, your Tumblr blog. Damn it. Cam, that needs to be your Tumblr blog. I'll take it, goddammit. The boo hole. <laughs> Mel. Yes, follow me on Twitter at MelodyTheDisNerd. Um, check me out on Instagram, Mel's the Hobbit, And, oh, Tumblr, Saving Mr. Skywalker, dashes in between all of those. And as usual, my standard, my Tumblr is really weird warning. Indeed. Travis? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff uh, at Travis Coaster. You can follow the podcast I do at CoasterCasters on Twitter and just subscribe to me on YouTube at the CoasterCasters podcast. Uh... Want to apologize for not being here the entire time? The, the whole thing with the break, the breaker happened, and it took me too long to fix that because I didn't know what to do. Um, but can't wait for this weekend of wrestling and wrestling, and I'm actually gonna go see Lights Out and then more wrestling. Uh, um, yeah, it is. It is Pop is Wrestling Week here on the Popcast Network. So yeah. <laughs> Ian. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> my name is Ian, and my YouTube. YouTube my name is YouTube backslash ThemeParkBrowser.com. No, it's if, browsers. If you want I some uh, exclusive videos, um, actually working on a new <laughs> short film today with. He used to be Psycho Massacre Films, but now he's Nocturnal Enigma John. 
So um, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for some daily vlogs coming up in September. That's going to last forever. I don't know how long it's going to last. But uh, uh, thanks for watching, everyone, and I'm glad to be here. All right. And, oh, and Twitter uh, is Theme Park Browser. And, it's Theme Park uh, Browse, not Browser. can't even get his own handle. I'm sorry. You're right. At Theme Park Browse. That is correct. Oh, wow. Thank you. He doesn't Thank even know his Twitter handle. Dang. My you name is Ian, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. <laughs> well, thank you for the <laughs> Mr. Wit Williams. Anyway, uh, Tyler. Alright, uh, thanks for having me tonight, Owen. Um, you guys can uh, follow me at uh, Homemade Haunt on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, Facebook, and our website is homemadehaunt.net. Once again, I want to thank every single member of the elite of the Popcast Network. Thanks to our special guest, Brandon. And thanks to everyone out there in the live chat room. Uh, once again, follow me on Twitter at Sir Owen Disney. Follow the network on Twitter at Popcast Network. And uh, we have a Facebook fan page. If you haven't yet, click like on our Facebook fan page. It's Popcast Network. And we have merchandise on Zazzle.com. Uh, Zazzle.com backslash Popcast Network. Get your Popcast Network pins, buttons, t-shirts, what have you. So if you're able to do that, awesome. If not, no big deal. It's there if you're able to, to do so. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, we had a great time. We will see you guys and girls out there next Saturday night for our final reveal of Orlando and Hollywood. And who knows? Possibly we may have some more special guests. Uh, stay tuned. So that being Boy. said, I want to thank you guys and girls out there for watching. And until tomorrow, boys and girls, that's all we got to say about that. S A W F C. Sorry.